Hi there, listener. You're about to experience Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games, and there will be plenty of game talk, but also copious amounts of crude, off-color, offensive, and immature speech. So if you are of a rather sensitive humor constitution, we're just letting you know what you're in for with this show. It has games. It has jokes. You know, just games and jokes. Take the games, take the jokes, and have a good time. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. It's a show that happens twice a week where two old guys. I'm going to get a little burp out there a little bit. I had a very, very large, a very large Diet Pepsi. Yeah, I'm looking and, at And it. now since the show started, the five minutes we were doing something else, nothing. Now once we start, they're, they're the burps. Did you finish the Did you finish the sodas or some in there There's still? still some in there. Some of the dregs? Yeah, that backwash soda. Mm-hmm. And this week... So we're going to eat Taco John's uh-huh. on the mics, that's not, like right now. That's a, <laughs> we're going to dedicate... That's what, we, that's what we do. We just <laughs> yeah. eat fast food on the air. <laughs> we're going to dedicate an hour and 40 minutes to eating tacos. <laughs> Well, let's see. We're doing another all-call show. Uh, we're pretty sure you demanded it. We think you demanded it. Yeah, we don't. We, uh, yeah, we. They. I checked. I checked. Okay. They did. Okay, good. All right, I just pulled it up. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, they won Because we were hoping to do the last part of Little Fears, but that couldn't, because of Mother's Day and things like that, it couldn't work out schedule-wise. Yeah. And everyone had a bunch of shit going on, so... So not, like, not me. Let's do small calls. <laughs> I, did. I'm a, I had shit going on. Josh Nicole had shit going on. No, I mowed the yard yesterday. <laughs> got that done. Um, I mean, taking mom out to lunch tomorrow. But other than that, mm-hmm. I'm good. I could play. I could. I could play. <laughs> just me and you do little fears. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're busy. So just Listen, me. You just sit in a room trying to scare yourself. All right, I turned the light <laughs> on. Sit in a room pretend you're a six year old. I turned the light on. I see a monster. I turn it off. You tr- you hide a cat in the fat, cat in the fat, that cat in the fat. <laughs> what did you call him? <laughs> Kitten gone feet, it's fine. <laughs> so uh, that's fine. Look forward this Monday uh, to a uh, solo adventure of little fears. <laughs> but uh, so uh, various people had mentioned like, well, if it'd been just one person, been like, oh okay. But apparently, various people um, they called and they didn't. Their calls didn't get played on the show. Which we promise we <laughs> the only person we ignore is five eighty. And right. even five eighty has slipped in a few times. Yes. We don't ignore anyone. No. It's just we have a lot of calls. We have an we enormous have, backlog of calls. We have ninety eight right now. And yeah. it's because it's because we stopped playing them. We we started saving them for specifically for all calls mm-hmm. episodes. Which we had to do at one point in time. We were like dangerously low on calls. Mm-hmm. Um, so we weren't, we wouldn't be able to do another all calls episode if we didn't save them. Mm-hmm. Now, now, um, winter has passed and we <laughs> yeah. have a surplus. Yeah. So, plus, I mean, plus all the actual plays we've been doing, there's no time we're going to take calls there. And like, yeah, it doesn't make we sense. We're even talking about games. Like we've run over just doing game talk and banter. So we haven't really had a good opportunity to play calls. So there's yeah. just, there's a backlog. No one is getting ignored. Yeah, I just, I want to stress that. Like, we do not, obviously, come on. 
come on. We've all sat through some calls where we're like, really? They're playing this one? Mm-hmm. Um, no, just kidding. We love all of them. No, but seriously, some of them are bad. Um, so you know that we don't we we don't mm-hmm. monitor these calls or anything. So like I think we've lost like two or three maybe because of editing. Human error. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean there are some I'm not gonna lie, there have got to be some that slip through the cracks when I'm playing them. Um because my system's very sophisticated. <laughs> I uh when I play the call, after I play the call on my iPhone four, uh after I play it, I hit the little star next to it. Um, sometimes I hit the wrong star. Sometimes I hit the wrong call (laughs) and then I'm like, Oh wait, which one was it? And, uh, I just say, well, I don't know. I guess I'll have to figure it out later. And Mm -hmm. I never do. So it just shit happens. No one's being ignored except 580. And so, like we said, sometimes he gets through still. Sometimes anyway. <laughs> we don't even be too, yeah. <laughs> there have been there have been a few all calls episodes where I've been like, oh hey, um that area code was five eighty, so that might have been our five eighty. I don't know. <laughs> and then calls that have been in the fifteen minute range that aren't Chandra. Cause I remember uh Lord Dennis called in telling a fifteen minute long story that was hilarious, but you could hardly understand him. It was fifteen minutes long. And he needs to come back on the show and and tell it. Yeah. And then Ivy, the last time we heard from Ivy King Hipster, he sent in another uh, fifteen minute long call in which he believed he was incredibly intoxicated. But there might have been about eight words said in the entire fifteen minutes, spaced very far <laughs> apart. So I wasn't sure what to do with that one. But other, you know. No one is just like, oh, that doesn't look funny, and we move on. No, no one gets that treatment no, no, at no, all. No, no, no. So and I was and I was teasing earlier. I, I mean, <laughs> about we us sitting through some bad calls. Um, I like all of them, and that, that's no joke because, like, when we get a call, um, that is usually like just a jumping off point where we can talk about something. Um, yeah, I just yeah, I don't, I don't. I play all of these. Mm-hmm. I play all of mm-hmm. these calls, um, except for the ones that I accidentally fat finger. Yeah. So I know because Lord Bike was like, I'm pretty sure I left some I have a long time ago. It's like, well, I'm sure you did. He but. did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he did. And by the way, we don't do this often. We don't do this for many people. I think we've done it for, I know we've done it for Drew Roland, Barbecue Baron Drew mm-hmm. Roland. Uh, because Bailey asked us to a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I know we've done it for Chandra because we did a very special Odd World episode mm-hmm. uh, for Chandra's birthday. But today, uh, at the time of this recording, um, it is Exalted Lord Micah Purdue's birthday. Yeah. So, happy 45th birthday. Happy Exalted 45th Lord birthday. Um, hey, we're not going to judge you for dating all of those girls who just freshly graduated from high school. Uh, mm-hmm. we re- there's, I mean, it's an enormous age gap, like an embarrassingly <laughs> enormous age gap with you being 45 and all mm-hmm. today. But you're very talented at making fathers angry. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Play no. to your strengths. Uh, you gotta. Happy birthday. You have to. So happy birthday, uh, Micah. Um, you are one of our longest listeners, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. And we do appreciate Penis that. Penis lengthwise. Exactly. <laughs> And uh, I think your call is like 10 up, so chances are there's – a, there's a 12% chance we will get to your call in this <laughs> <Yeah>. episode. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anything else we want to address before we take any calls or um, – hmm, No, I don't, I don't have anything else. Okay. Uh, I've got a loot crate in front of me. 
Let me pop this open. We'll go through this real quick before we try and take as many calls as we can. What's that tie-dye number in there? I don't know. What's what's that uh, what's that aka sleep shirt you've got in the <laughs> Oh. Oh, uh, it's a David Bowie Labyrinth shirt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice. So yeah. That's a, nice. a purple pinkish labyrinth shirt. Let me can I see that? Yes. I noticed a very young Jennifer Connolly on there. I'm gonna look and feel weird. I don't know. They've got her like all grown up and shit. Okay. Uh, here is a Loot Crate exclusive. Let's see. It says Chronicle. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick Dice Bag? Is that what that is? I don't know what this is. Is there something in this bag? It looks like a... This is like a Viking. That's a nice bag. Okay. Uh, it's like a drinking horn. Yeah, because no, it's not a horn. So it's a, some kind of a very inconvenient cup. And... Shaped like a bull's horn, I assume. Yeah, that's a bull's horn. What is that cable that's included with it? Oh, I guess something to so I can wear it around my neck. <laughs> All right, this will, this will be a good thing to. I'll just I'll shave the rest of my beard except for my neck, and then wear this run at Dragon Con with a fedora and just fit <laughs> right the fuck in. Uh, let's see. Here is a cardboard tube. <laughs> hey, it's sweet cardboard tube. <laughs> Inside of it is a poster. I have no idea what this theme is. Uh, dead people. Pretty sure the theme is dead. Vikings are dead. <laughs> David Bowie is dead. What else? It's an Uncharted 4 poster. I'm a man of fortune and must seek my fortune. Nathan Drake is dead. That's yeah. Spoilers. That happens in uh, the fourth game. That'd be cool. I'd be down with that. <laughs> Can I see that tube, though? Yeah, dog. Let's see. <laughs> There you go. There you go. There's my horn. Great loot crate. <laughs> like we should take a photograph of this and tweet at loot crate. It'd be like best loot crate item ever. The cardboard tube. Here is this is interesting. This is some Harry Potter socks. Uh, just looking at it quickly, it is a depiction of all of Voldemort's Horcruxes. Okay. So dire ring, locket, cup, snake, tiara, Harry. Okay. His Harry snake. Yep. Harry Snake. Harry Snake. <laughs> that uh, was a dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> Inside this Loot Crate exclusive, it looks like... Uh, yeah, I don't know what this is. Instructions. Put... Let's see. Put yo tits in camera. It doesn't say what it is. 20-sided dye ice mold. Oh, cool. It's very large. Well, that would be good in like um, an alcoholic adult beverage. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, that is the size that's of That's nice. Do they have numbers on them, or is it just kind of like a just the mold, just the shape, just the shape? So we can't play D and D with ice, is what you're telling me. <laughs> uh, so this, okay, this theme was quest, and I, I like this. It's the Hylian shield with a D twenty pin oh, like, on it. They do have good pins. Yeah, they really do. All right, that was my quest loot crate. All right. Anything else? Nope. Here you go. There's your shirt back. Yeah. Don't worry, I already already went in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it'll be. <laughs> I've already jizzed over David Boy. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were Jennifer Clinton. No, 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 no. David Boy. Do <laughs> <laughs> you see that bulge? No, 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 David Boy. Yeah, absolutely. That's the shirt that I'm gonna that's the shirt that I'm gonna leave my seed in. <laughs> <laughs> Ready, ready to take some of these calls? I am. Speaking of, but I, but before we do, mm-hmm. I do have a little bit of a story, if you don't mind. 
uh, talking about coming in shirts <laughs> of all things. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. <laughs> Reminded me of a story. Um, so I have a, there's a shirt. There's a shirt that I keep under the bed. You know what it's for. And uh, <laughs> Nikki knows that it's there. Sometimes sometimes she washes it. So most of the time she stays away from it. We'll call it, a, it's a workout shirt. We'll just call it a workout shirt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she just picks it up. All right, pregnant again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, Henry is, he wants to be in the bedroom now. And so, uh, because that's where I hang out. That's where like all the, like the flashing light lights are mm-hmm. on computers and TV and shit like that. So that's where he wants to be. And I have never been so ashamed of my masturbation as when like <laughs> he saw the shirt under the bed and went for it. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like I freaked him right the fuck out because he like just froze and like looked at me like, what's wrong? And I was like, well, no, we don't play with that shirt. That's that's daddy's. It's only the fallen father. <laughs> that's daddy's shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Honor your brethren <laughs> who did not make it. So there's a gross story and an embarrassing one <laughs> that I'm sure he's going to hear uh, when he gets older. So just pass it down to him when, the, when it's time. Go. It's yeah. fine. He'll uh, read the legacy. <laughs> Sometimes, um, yeah, it's. I have Nikki's washed that shirt before and hung it up in the closet. And I have been so like conflicted when I see it in the closet where it's like, it is a running day. And that is, that is a shirt that I don't care about. Uh, but I've come in that shirt so many times. I don't think I can wear it out. In public. Is it just like a plain t-shirt? It is. <laughs> I'm so glad that you asked. <laughs> It is a bright yellow. Like, it is bright. It is a bright, like, neon, like, burn. So nothing stands out on it. <laughs> yeah, just, just burn the retinas of your eyeballs. Um, so it's a bright yellow boxing news shirt that I got from the 2014 Superman Festival uh, here uh, in Metropolis, Illinois. I shouldn't say here in Metropolis, Illinois. Right across the river from us in Metropolis, Illinois. Come to Superman Festival. Get your next free cum shirt. <laughs> get your cum shirt. It's it's free. So yes, I have I have when it's been clean, I've seen it in the closet and been like, is it okay? Am I good? Can I wear this running? Is it okay to do that? Uh, and I decided yes, it is. <laughs> so I've right. I've run in the cum shirt before. Um, I checked it for visible Game stains. Game 2015. Yeah, that's my platform. <laughs> or 2016. <laughs> no, I ran, I ran last year. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. by run, you meant for, for, for office. office. For, for, <laughs> for mortician. <laughs> Just covered in the dead. Yeah, exactly. I uh, Man, whew, if I ran through, like, a, if there was a blacklight station that I ran through, I would look like a fucking leopard. <laughs> So there's my there's my really really just oof. that's not even a good story it's just I it's, a good story. it's just gross. I it's a good story. I'm, I applaud it. Well, thank you. Hey, speaking of gross stories, we have a Patreon bonus episode that just <laughs> yeah. came out. Yep. That is wow. Maybe it's because I've heard the story before. I mean, it's gross. It is a gross <laughs> story. It is probably the grossest story that that 
we've told on the mics, mm-hmm. you've told on the mm-hmm. mics. That's and that's saying a lot because I think you've told some really, you told some real gaggers. Because <laughs> Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins felt the need to go ahead and explain exactly what it was to everyone in the chat before they got to what it, the story just was. In case. Yes, and you know what? At first, I was annoyed that that. You did that, Sandwich Pope Phil. For like a split second, I was like, he's spoiling the show. And then when the outpouring of gratitude came from the other <laughs> listeners, um, I was like, oh, okay, that was probably a good call then. Because <laughs> there were several people who were like, oh, I'm not listening to that at all. And Phil was very- Just, just take my money. I don't need the episode. <laughs> Phil was very kind and saying, the first 60 minutes are good. Just skip the third, <laughs> last 30 and you'll be fine. So thank you for, uh, thank you for hedging us, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to hear the gross story, mm-hmm. uh, we're on Patreon at patreon.com slash Tadpog. Give us a dollar and you'll hear the it was grossest enough. story ever told. Yeah, because it was enough to get Anastasia. And Anderson, like, okay, this one, I'll give you the money for this one. It's like, I don't know if you regret that. <laughs> okay. Hopefully, you didn't regret that. And, and then patron Frederick Snyder, like, it's like, ah, I can't forget about this. <laughs> it's like, thanks. I think. Okay. <laughs> Hope you liked it. You're still a patron, so you didn't listen to it. Like, nope, done. <laughs> He liked. Um, he also liked the uh, everyone is John. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, we do more. We do more games like that. They're not nearly as um, filthy as everyone is John. But yeah, I'm yeah. glad that we've been doing the little fears game. We can't be super filth. I I'm not gonna have my six year old character <laughs> like blow a horse. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a thing that's going to happen. <laughs> Spoilers for the Everyone is John Patreon bonus Just in case. Do they go to the stables? Yeah. <laughs> How does he use his I really love animals traits? <laughs> <laughs> All right. First call. <laughs> you, feel, <laughs> you feel the horse is not going away unless he blows his load. <laughs> All over thing, too. <laughs> Just all over. I feel that. Yeah. I'm using the horse be- like a super soaker. <laughs> and I believe in it. I'm spending two <laughs> points of belief. I've seen this boy around horses. I believe in it. <laughs> um, you know what's weird? Seeing a coworker jerk a horse off in a sleeve. That's happened to me yeah. before. I've seen that before. Well, you worked in Lexington. I, guess I did. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's what. It, that's just a thing you do in Lexington. There's, there's beer pong. There's cornhole, and there's jerking horses off in sleeves. <laughs> Bluegrass, UK basketball, <laughs> horse jerkins. <laughs> I worked at a. Um, I worked at a retail store um, that the owner of that store also owned a stud farm. So like all, I don't know why I said farm weird, stud farm. Stud farm. Farm. <laughs> so um, all they do on that farm is jerk off horses. That's like. So you could moonlight for, there at the stud farm. That's if you all they do. And I had um, a coworker of mine uh, from the store. I remember she loves horses. She's one of Clearly. those. She's one of those people. She's a horse person. Mm. Um, the kind like I just don't understand that. I don't get that. Horses scare the shit out of me. Uh, they're just too big to be trusted. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
And Phil shared a gif with me of a horse eating a baby chick. Have you seen this? No. Uh, show notes. <laughs> you, it's, it is absolutely horrifying. <laughs> the, the chick is just kind of like running around, um, you know, like zigzag like chicks do. The horse just saunters up and sniffs it and then just, and then you see it just, and then it just like looks up and continues on with its day. <laughs> like it didn't just lose a shitload of karma. <laughs> I need to go open that evil door over there. I'm going to eat this crunchy chip. Yeah. Get there. All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've got a coworker at the store um, who goes out to the farm and they're like, hey, want to collect, want to collect what we sell here? And she's like, yeah, sure. And they're like, all right, just throw this sleeve over the, over the horse and just go to town. Just, just jerk that horse yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if that's regular procedure. I imagine they were probably just fucking with her. She is not very bright. So, uh, yeah, it was one of those where she's like, I could not believe that it was happening. She had a huge smile on her face. She was like, can you believe this? And I was like, no. I've never done this from the day before. No, and I'm never going to be able to look at you the same or touch any of your belongings. (laughs) So there we go. First call. (laughs) This be Adrian Brody, first time caller, long time be listening, man. Me have a question. What be your favorite Saturday Night Live skit? Was that Adrian Brody? <laughs> yeah, was clearly. that Russian Jamaican Adrian Brody? It was Adrian Brody when he did the the thing that got him forever kicked off Saturday Night Live. Oh, what? No, I don't know the story there. What happened? He, um, the last time he hosted, uh, in the middle, he was supposed to introduce whoever the mutual guest was, you know, but. For some reason, like, he didn't tell anybody. He just went, put on a full Rastafarian outfit, <laughs> and introduced the, the musical guest yeah. in, the, in a Jamaican accent. And Lord Michaels was like, nope, banned. So. Huh. Yep. I, I, mean, remember, I remember seeing that show. I saw that show the Saturday it debuted, and we're thinking, like, that was weird. <laughs> so who was the musical guest? Do I you can't remember? remember. All right. I can't remember. Huh. Okay. Well, that all makes sense to me now. Um, Tyler, what's your favorite Saturday Night Live skit? Is that what you call it a skit? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. One-off skit or recurring skit? Uh, I love, oh man, I died so hard laughing at Massive Head Wound Harry. Okay. I think, I think that's pretty well regarded as like one of the top tier sketches. How about Caveman Lawyer? Yeah, anything Phil Hartman does is good. Yeah. Anything Phil Hartman yeah. did, period. Uh, cause Frankenstein. What's yeah? What was that trio? I just remember Firebird. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I love Saturday Night Live. I've always loved Saturday Night Live. You're a much. I'm I'm a tertiary Saturday Night Live fan. Like I just tune in every now and then. Yeah. Well, I'm an active. I love it. Have it on DVD. Make sure I watch. Last several years, I make sure I don't miss an episode. Like I love Saturday Night Live. I think my the funniest one to me, like the funniest one-off. I mean, I guess it's not really a one-off because I think he did this character um, more than once. But Chris Farley, when he does the inspirational, the motivational speaker, Matt uh, Foley, uh, is that a real person, Matt Foley? Is that? Are you talking about where he's in the glasses? Yeah, living abandoned yeah. by the river. Is that the character's name? Yep. Yeah, because uh, the. Like that moment, I love. I remember when I saw it because, like, David Spade can't keep a straight face Never, during that. Ever, yeah. And it's like, f- for some reason, for me in middle school, I was like, they're friends. 
<laughs> yeah, that's, that's my big takeaway because it's like I've seen I know they've seen them in a movie together. That's they're just buddies. That's and I don't I don't know honestly I don't know how, what their personal relationship was like. I assume it was probably no. They were very close friends. Yeah, yeah. I think if David Spade's career would have been totally different had Chris Farley not oh yeah not OD'd yeah. And the pictures that like I've seen like I remember on what website yeah yeah what on do you know. I can't remember. It was something. It was bad. He did, he was he was a pretty hardcore drug addict. Yeah, and then I've seen the pictures. Oh, they're terrible. The what pictures? The pictures that where they found him. Ugh. Like oh man, it's grisly. It's really Ugh. it's really really grisly and terrible. Uh. No link in the show notes. So that's your favorite. That's your favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite. Yeah. The the found found dead Chris Barley photos. Um, massive head wound, Harry. Of course. Um. I like a lot of stuff by Will Ferrell, but I don't feel like it ages very well. Uh, any of the political stuff with Tina Fey being like Sarah Palin or yeah. Will Ferrell as George Bush. You mean Tina Fey at her hottest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daryl Ham because Daryl Hammond is Al Gore and Will Ferrell as George W. Bush. Lockbox debates and every, everything political I love on SNL. I still remember really well like the episode that Steve Forbes hosted. And like, um, yeah, I remember yeah. hearing about that. Yeah. I don't know that I saw that one. Oh, yeah. I guess my favorite thing on SNL is anything political. I was they always do that really well. All right, I don't have anything else to add because I'm not a huge <laughs> SNL guy. Do you feel like that's sufficiently answered? Um, oh, uh, Eddie Murphy's um, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. That's way back. That's a long time ago. That's way back. Him as Gumby, also yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably pretty sufficient. All right, we got it. Put another one in the books. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's a call from 651. Thank you, Adrian Brody, by the way, for calling. Motherfucking Tad, Todd. Cody here. Um, now, I know I've been, uh, there's a lot of calls from me, but yeah. hear this one out. I got a suggestion that you guys might like for an episode, I don't know, maybe, maybe a Monday, maybe a Patreon, up to you. Uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys heard about the game, but it's Crypt of the Necro Dancer. I just picked it up yesterday. That would have been the fifth, no, fifth tomorrow. It would have been the third, um, and it rocks. It's been out on PC for quite a while, I think for a year, but it just came out on PS4, and I've been playing it, and it's, it's like a rhythm roguelike game. It's 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 bananas. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, check it out, um, and I hope to hear it as an episode. If not, just uh, find some other way to communicate if you if you got it or not, because it, I'm having a blast with it. All right, uh, I don't want to get cut off, so talk to you guys later. You just made Paul Corn, Rhythm Master Paul Corn, so hard, so hard, just so hard. Because I've gotten a death threat from Paul Corn. If we ever do that, don't have him on. So yeah, we we've heard of Crypt of the Necto Necro Dancer. I own it. I've played it. As do I. Haven't played it, but I do own it. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> once we get uh, once we get Paul Corn on here, uh, I'm happy to discuss it. Mm-hmm. Until then, it's on lockdown. That's a uh, that's a good suggestion, Cody. I imagine we'll probably get to that. Yeah. All right. Here is a call from our good friend Taryn Linden. Motherfucking. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I just want to let you know that the only reason Mike Lanham donates to you on Patreon is so that he can hear this sweet voice on any secret episode, because heaven forbid that I'm on an episode and he doesn't get to hear it. He has a stalker problem. We're working on it. I'm just playing. Mike's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I will come rip little fucking Charles Art off the wall if I have to. <laughs> um, but that is the only reason he donates, is because I was on an app and he couldn't hear it. I know that's why. And Mike, if you're listening to this, you know that's true. Thanks, Mike. Anyway, and Taryn. The reason I'm calling is because I just got done with the pinball episode, and I just wanted to say from a fan, you know, I know I haven't listened from the very, very beginning, but I did start listening fairly early on, and I just want to say that that was probably one of my favorite episodes and one of the most fascinating episodes that you guys have done, because I know you guys love video games, and, and I know that's what the podcast is about, but that was incredible knowledge about pinballs, and mm-hmm. hand clap for Chris, that was fantastic, I loved hearing about it, and uh, Chris, if you're ever in Houston, Texas, or Tyler and Dave, you know, you could come visit me once in a while. You know, I'm sure your families won't mind. I'm too poor. Um, <laughs> yep. It's Joysticks in Houston, and it's got absolutely an insane collection of pinball machines. But I just wanted to say thank you for a great episode. Um, that was that was awesome. So hope you guys are okay. And no, I, you're welcome for that extra Patreon donation because that was all me. So screw you, Tyler. I did not deserve that. And you should apologize. I will take money and or what? shoes. Uh, She's berating you for something that you said. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. She's berating you for something that you said. Let's see. This call, she left this call on February 3rd. So I'll leave it to you to deduce what you said about her before on to, February 3rd. On today's episode, why is Taryn mad at me again? Yeah. <laughs> um... Whatever, uh, whatever you said, I'm assuming it's horrible. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> I have no problem pimping Taryn out for money. No, pro- <laughs> no problem whatsoever with that. Uh, the episode where Archmage, Pinball Archmage Chris Edler came on mm-hmm. was a great episode. Yeah. It really was. Um, that was a very different episode for us. And it, I think it had the possibility of not working, but it totally worked. It totally worked. It totally worked. Chris was great. Super knowledgeable, funny dude, laid back. So it was, it was an amazing. It was an amazing time. It was, and it. I think it shown uh, through in the episode. Yeah, shown, shined, shown, shown through. It's shony, shine ed. It's shony Baird way through the episode. <laughs> so thanks, Taryn, and thanks for being uh, the one that we always have on Patreon bonus episodes to talk about nasty stuff with. <laughs> You're our nasty girl. You're welcome. <laughs> Heart nasty girl. <laughs> <laughs> also, I love, uh, Taryn, I love this message. You sounded like like a mother who had gotten to like her limit where she's like, I'm going to let a bad word slip in front of my kids when she's like, I will rip that motherfucking Charles art off the wall. <laughs> I was like, man, she is channeling one of my aunts right now. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's another call. This is from four one zero. I think this is Tony. What's up, guys? Tony. Tony. I just got done listening to the uh, the Stargate episode, and I uh, thought you guys did a great job. Thank you, Tony. Uh, I am 100% in support of Dave's Stargate 
no no hole tattoo. I think that's <laughs> idea. Thanks for reminding me I said that thing. But I have a, I have a question related to Dungeons and Dragons for you guys. Awesome. So uh, I recently, pretty recently, started playing again after a very long hiatus. I uh, played exclusively online in Apple Gamer Cody's D&D group. Uh, so I don't really have a need for physical dice. Uh, but my question is, do you guys have special sets of dice? What kind of dice bags do you have? Um, I love uh, all the polyethyl dice. I think they're, they're kind of cool, so they're kind of a fetish in mind. So just curious what you guys use for your D&D games. Um, keep up the good work, guys, and I will be listening. Thanks, Tony. Yeah. We inadvertently answered this question on a recent episode. We were talking about uh, uh, Crown Royal bags, mm. um, from which we got, by the way, a lot of listeners, uh, or a handful of listeners, sent us photographs of whiskey and Crown Royal bags. <laughs> so I think, that's, I think that's awesome. Thanks for doing that. That was my, my dice bag for the longest time, mm-hmm. was the purple Crown Royal bag. Um, and then I upgraded to... Like a leather pouch. You have like a nice leather pouch, yeah. I, I don't even remember where it came from, honestly. I'd That's assume a Renaissance how long fair. I had it. It probably was, because mm-hmm. uh, I've been to a bunch of those, because I'm really cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it probably was a Renaissance Fair. Nikki's got one that I love that she brought. She bought at Dragon Con, um, which is, it's a really cool design, because it's got, I guess, like a little sheet of hard plastic sewed into the bottom, so that it sets down. It uh. sets flat. And then it's got Not this spills over and vomits dice all over exactly. the place. Exactly. <laughs> like I love my dice bag, but it's so full that it's more like a leather ball. Yours, that... yeah, your dice bag full is like, <laughs> oh, like an Arabian drinking sack. Like whatever they like have their their where they carry the water in or yeah. milk in through, through the desert on the backs of camels. Yeah, it really it's it's <laughs> insane. I've got too much. I've got too much too much dice. <laughs> Um, just hanging out in there, but hers is nice because it's got that flat bottom and it's got this really, um, really cute, uh, cat mod pattern on it. So that's neat. She was happy to find it. I don't know. Josh, uh, Josh Nance has a chain link, like a, uh, chain mail leather, uh, chain mail leather, chain mail dice bag. Yeah. And then he and Nicole have a machine through a, which to drop dice into. A, a dice tower. Yeah. A dice tower, which... I don't love the I, I it's one of those things where it's like as much as I roll my dice off of the table on accident, mm-hmm. I still don't think I'd want to use a dice tower. Yeah. There's something about that just letting it letting it leave your hand violently mm-hmm. and hit the table. <laughs> um, but then again, I don't play on a table that I want to maintain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might that might be a difference because it's like the dice tower is kind of like Plinko but for a D20. Yeah, uh, I have a uh, well, a special uh, collector's edition Naruto DVD. I got my leaf headband and a uh, Sand Village dice bag. So yeah. I use the Sand Village dice bag. Yeah, and as far as dice go, I use a different set for every character that I play. Man, I hate that barrel D twenty. I hate oh. I hate that barrel D twenty. <laughs> That is, yeah, I don't know what's, because I use that as Pudge and as a character in one of your one-shots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And one of the fifth edition one-shots, I think, right? Yeah. Um, The barrel D20, for those uh, who don't know, instead of it looking like a ball with angular sides, it looks like 
a cylinder mm-hmm. um, where all the numbers are displayed horizontally on this cylinder. And you just kind of, you don't like put it in your hand and make a jerk off motion and then let mm-hmm. it go to roll it. You just kind of push it. And yep. since it is shaped kind of like a barrel, uh, it just rolls. Um, and Tyler's was defective because <laughs> it would always roll between a 20 and an 18. Typically a 17, I think. Like, I hit so many 17s with that. Unless you were fibbing because it is impossible for anybody else to see the numbers. Oh, John Turley was right thing. beside me. Like, <laughs> yeah. like every time I looked at there, he'd, like, lean directly yeah. <laughs> over the top of it. So <laughs> That's probably because he felt intimidated because he did not roll well. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. John's one of the cursed. Yeah. One of my favorite D&D stories is when um, you guys were in the wilderness and Josh's character, Char, was fighting an owl bear, I believe Mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. And they got in a wrestling match, Char, (laughs) and uh, this owl bear kind of got in like a grappling fest. And Aramal, John's character, decided that he was good. He rolled up and decided that he was going to help and just put this owl bear just full of arrows. (laughs) Um, so there was a, a percentage chance that he would hit Josh's character, Char, on each attack. J- and John is, was very much a ranger. He had, like, rapid shot. He had many shot. Like, I mean, he could fire so many arrows mm-hmm. per round that it was it was marvelous. He could add his decks to damage. So, I mean, it was it was great. He rolled up on this, fired all of his arrows. Every single one of them <laughs> hit Char. Every single one of them. So. I remember also his, because he had uh, a ranger spell like Hunter's Mark. Yes. Which his next one is automatically a critical threat. Yeah. <laughs> so like he casts that even and just shoots Josh's character in the head. Uh, but for, I mean, to to say good things about Char, he survived that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a well-crafted, very tough character. Mm-hmm. Bardbarian. Bardbarian, yes. I do. I miss, I miss Char. <laughs> Um, do you feel like that has been sufficiently answered? Is there anything else we want to add? Because uh, it's weird. Like whatever I think my character's theme will be will be what I go after in a in dice. Oh yeah. Like for Warden, who is my uh, very naturey barbarian in Josh's last game, I bought a set of dice that had vines and leaf uh, leaf pattern all over it, and yeah. So that's just that's how I that's how I do. A lot of people like will have one set and that's their die. Like Jacob has a Eminem Minis container with his dice. That yeah. is just that's his dice that he uses. So everyone's different. When's the last time you purchased dice? Probably for Warden. The last like new game that I played in. So how long ago would that have been? Two years ago, maybe. Yeah, it's been a long time for so, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Most of my games have been online. Uh which is kind of I mean, it's great because I get to play D D, but it also like Taking the dice component out of it, I agree with Tony. It's kind of it, it's 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 kind of sad. Yeah. Because that's like dice are cool. I'm with you, Tony. I think dice are cool. That's why I have so many in my round leather Arabian water bag. That's what the the Chessex stand at Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and I'm super glad that Doppelganger Cody is running a game for you guys. I think that's that's really nice. I'm glad that you get to experience or re-experience D and D. All right. Thanks for calling, Tony. We got another call. This is from 520. I'm sorry. Actually, it's a text message from 520 who says, Motherfucking Tadpog, if I were to get a tat on my ass, 
I'd get the Death Star. So whenever I take a shit, I can pretend I'm destroying Alderaan. All right. I mean, that worked for explosive diarrhea, but otherwise you're just like reshaping Alderaan? Yeah, terraforming. Yeah. Um, I'm, Tyler, I'm not sure if you're familiar with how the Death Star fires, um, but there, there's so there's a circle. You know the Death Star is a mm-hmm. big, just a big old circle. Some would mistake it for a moon. Inside that circle is a smaller circle. Mm-hmm. kind of looks like a satellite mm-hmm. dish almost, kind of inset. So the way it works is um, there are guys wearing uh, black Stormtrooper armor, essentially, but they have funny helmets. And they all just pull these very 1970s-looking levers um, to fire a mini laser. So uh, around the diameter of this, this inset circle, these, these green mini lasers fire out, and they meet. And when they meet, there is um, a huge, giant laser fires out. So it's being powered by a bunch of mini lasers. So what I assume this person wants is like eight tiny buttholes um, <laughs> on his or her butt mm-hmm. that fire just just tiny just tiny poop strands that meet <laughs> a larger and then they entwine and then there's just this large like pipe busting turd uh, that mm. just just fires violently into the toilet every time this person goes to the bathroom for a number two. There's more water on the floor than there is uh, in the rest of the building because yeah. it hits with such violence. They just go through toilets. They've got lows on speed dial. They're like, yeah, Dan went through another one. We need an Alderaan 14, please. Dan, we're Papa John's. Get him. <laughs> uh, we got another text message from 520 who says, ooh, this, actually, this one I actually like a lot. I get pleasure out of reading it already <laughs> kfm which is a, i guess a kill fuck mary mm-hmm. or a knockoff kfc <laughs> <laughs> kentucky fried meat products <laughs> uh kfm emo girl goth chick or hipster gal for me kill hipster gal as i fucking can't stand hipsters as pbr is pricey now uh, i'd fuck the shit out of the emo girl so that's the end of the text message. So I assume he's going to marry the goth chick. I don't know. I like this. I like this question a lot mm. because I've given this a lot of thought in my in my <laughs> spare time. Um, because I like the aesthetic of all three of these all three of these uh, stereotypes. <laughs> um, I'm with him. I think the hipster is the least appealing. Uh, not to say it's gross, but I think really other two, it's the least appealing. So why why is that? I don't know. I guess it is. There's not. It doesn't feel as a well-defined of a niche to me. Okay. So, kill hipster girl. I'm okay. going to fuck goth girl. Um, I don't want to marry goth girl, but, like, goth girl is going to be... That's going to be a good time. So, fuck goth girl. I'm going to marry emo girl. Okay. Any reason you're going to marry emo girl? Uh, I guess that appeals to me the most, and I feel like that has the most long-term, long-term stability in the emo girl. You, you think? <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Here it is for me. I'm going to marry the hipster girl because I feel like that is going to be a person that I can have a conversation with for the rest of my life. Okay. I feel like that's... that's If that's your thing, <laughs> if you, you like talking to girls... <laughs> Well, if I'm gonna ma- if I'm gonna marry her, I might as well like have some interesting conversation. Plus, um, 
I mean, we're married, so we'll have sex for like two years. I mean, we have, we have, <laughs> I think we've established that marriage to us is more of a Downton Abbey thing. And, we, and every other kill, fuck, marry, we're going for money in the city. So. Well, in that case, I feel like I'm. Because hipster girl is probably the most wealthy, to be honest. So. So then I guess I'm going to have to kill the emo girl, do her mm-hmm. a favor, do it for her. <laughs> it's, it may be assisted suicide. Yeah. You probably get She'll off. She'll be very If you go to Canada and do it, you get, a, <laughs> yes. you get off scot-free. So I'm just saying she might <laughs> like that, uh, which means that I'm going to fuck the goth chick. And I'm okay with that mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. Um, I like I like that aesthetic. Yeah. I, like, I like that choice. Um, but I like I, it a lot too. But I yeah. do not want to be around it every day of my life. Like yeah. I don't want to like. I want to fuck the suicide girl. Right, so. <laughs> right. But I don't want to wake up in the morning and be like, "All right, well, we've got this picnic that we need to go to for work. So three hours, I'll let you put on your like uh, all your like gothic Lolita shit. That's gonna take. All right, okay, sweet. You got to put the, the hair thing. Okay, that's gonna take like an do hour. Do the hair okay. drills? Thank you. Okay, yeah. So. I do. I do like the gothic Lolita, Lolita shtick. I like that. Yeah, there's a, there's a character in Danganronpa that does that. Yeah, like it. I dig it. What do you like about it? I don't know because just the straight Lolita look, I'm not into. Yeah, but for sure. some reason, the goth the, the gothic, gothic twist to it yeah. works. I agree. I agree, and I think honestly, I think it really does have to do with the reason that I wouldn't want to marry the gothic girl, the goth girl, and that is all that preparation. I mean, that's like a mm-hmm. lot goes into it. Just like. That is great for like a one-time thing where it's yep. like, yes, prepare prepare your body for four hours. <laughs> I'm going to Walmart. What do you need me to get? Eight containers of baby powder for yeah. all the leather? Okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. Paper, I think we're coke heads, <laughs> but okay. I do not have the budget for this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> the hipster girl, on the other hand, I feel like she, she can just roll out of bed mm-hmm. and still look pretty great. Mm-hmm. Just put those glasses on and just pretty much look. Pretty much look great. Yeah. Um, she's, I assume, not going to eat much, so I don't have to pay much for food. <laughs> <laughs> I can convince her, no, 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 we're both skinny because we choose to be that way, not because we can't afford food. <laughs> uh, we have another text message. We have rapid fire questions from 520 who says, oh, I'm sorry he got cut off. He or she got cut off. Mm-hmm. Might be a girl in the girls. Um, who who said uh, and marry the goth girl because I like death metal. All right, I could tolerate death metal for the long long enough it takes for the <laughs> the the love making. <laughs> um, and I, I enjoy making love to cradle love, of filth. Oh, love it. is that a band? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, you know a band that yeah. I don't know, which shouldn't really surprise me. What is cradle of filth? I remember my friend Mitchell was just really in the cradle of filth <laughs> yeah. back in high school. Okay. So I remember looking through his CD collection and being astonished by that one. Yeah. Um, what? That and Anal Cunt. Oh, well, that's a that's a that's just a friendly name you call somebody. <laughs> you want you work with somebody for a year. <laughs> Get over here, you anal cunt. <laughs> Help me out with this project. Um you know what? I should be taking notes for show notes because Cradle of Filth would be great to include on there, but I didn't bring my laptop. So translation, the show notes for this episode are going to be very, very bad. <laughs> They're going to have nothing to do with the show. Um, we got one final text message from 520 who says, hey, Tyler, 
since you got glasses, now you have plus one to attractiveness. Welcome to the club. Thank you. I've seen you in those once yep. when you put them on for <laughs> I don't wear them the very show. often. Um, I want to I want to clear the air a little bit. I was just joking about um, you you encroaching on my on my. <laughs> no, that's why I don't wear them. That's, that's why I don't wear them. I know that's why. I know I know that's why. So I just wanted to address it. Dave's gonna never gonna hide these. Exactly. I never see you wearing them. So I just know that you put them away in your little drawer. You're like. <laughs> I know. I don't want to. I don't want to. My man sized gun safe. Yeah. Put them in there. <laughs> Just filled entirely with glasses that you've worn your entire life. Just never around Just you. Just hid them from me to spare my <laughs> to spare my feelings. So welcome to the club, Tyler. I also welcome you to the mm-hmm. the plus one attractiveness club. So I don't have hair plugs either. Like I don't want to encroach on Dave's territory of having hair. <laughs> no, so. having hair plugs. <laughs> I had these done. When I get out of the pool, I look like uh, a Lovecraftian horror. <laughs> like Homer Simpson. You just have four distinct strands. <laughs> it's very true. I've had um I've had hair from one of from gathered from around one of the five small buttholes on my butt <laughs> and put on put on my head. All right. Thanks for all those text messages, five two zero. You kinda got my uh Kind of got my juices going talking about all those girls that I like. So thank you. <laughs> Here is a another call from seven five seven. What's up, Fat Pog? It's your beloved Adam. Love it, Adam. It's raining on Thursday morning, and I'm driving to work. Still in the middle of your, or almost near the end of your ducktail. I mean, uh, let's start this over. Okay. What's up? Take Fat it from the Pog? top. It's your beloved Adam. It's raining Thursday morning, and I'm driving to work. I'm near the end of your Darkwing Duck episode. I'll probably call back sometime soon to talk about that, but I just wanted to put a little pro tip in your ear. Uh, you guys are talking about Bomberman 64 being $200. Uh, I think it's probably referring to Bomberman 64 Second Strike, uh, which is normally like a $100 game. Uh, so if you have the regular Bomberman 64, it's probably like a $20 game. Uh, I could be a little off, but... Um, but I just want to let you know not to go out and try to sell your game for too much and then get blasted by people because you're trying to sell a really cheap game for a really expensive price. But um, I don't want to change the format with anything Tad Paul, but if there was something that I could do to change one thing about Tad Paul is that I would stop using Amazon uh, to figure out the prices of the games because some of, sometimes they're just way off. Uh, sometimes they're way off. What I use is a website called pricecharting.com. What it does is it takes all of the listings that are sold on Amazon, eBay, and app.com and averages them, averages them out and gives you a better uh, estimate of something. So that may be something to look into, but like I said, I don't want to change anything you guys are doing. I just know that that's a really helpful site for me when I'm trying to buy games. And I want to know about how much they're worth, or even mm-hmm. sell games to know about how much they're worth. So, uh, hopefully, those are a few tips that maybe give you a little bit of help. And uh, I love you guys. Uh, looking forward to hearing more episodes this week. Uh, and I'll give you a call sometime soon about Darkwing Duck if I have anything to say about it. Now, I'll make something up. See you. Love you. Bye. We love you too, Adam. Yeah. Um, Price charting is great. I found out about price charting on one of the game collecting subreddits. Um, that's what I used 
for all of when I was purchasing all the N64 games. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the most part, and I think we've said this on the show before, Amazon have the worst prices, mm-hmm. uh, which is part of the reason why I like to use Amazon for the how much is this game on Amazon. Well, that, I mean, no one knows, but like we're close friends with Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> so like we just try to throw him, and he needs a little support every now and then, so... There you go, Uncle Bezos. So that's why I that's why I use Amazon because of a close personal relationship and because it's usually comically comically off. Um, the Bomberman sixty four. Someone told me, and I'm, I apologize, I cannot remember which listener uh, it was, but thank you. Someone told me that that was probably way off because of a regional thing. Um, Bomberman sixty four apparently is a lot more expensive in I think Europe. Uh, than it is in the U.S. And this is me just totally going off the top of my head mm-hmm. from several months ago. So yeah. I, I'm not 100% positive, but I was told that it was a regional thing. I know Second Strike is more expensive, though, because when I was um, searching for Bomberman 64 for the show, I did find Second Strike. And it was super annoying because on eBay... Um, those would be lumped in with just the regular Bomberman 64 uh-huh. game. So I'd have to kind of like uh, rifle through all of them to find them. And I remember seeing those and being like, damn, I'm glad that I don't have to buy this because this game is much more expensive than, than Bomberman. Ryan has been trying to collect, rebuild his Super Nintendo and N64 collection. And he said like N64 is surging at the moment. So oh, you probably bought them at a fortunate time. Great, I need to go on there and sell all of them yeah. <laughs> now uh, because I don't want to play any of those games again. <laughs> yep, I'm, w- I'm with you. Uh, so, thanks for calling, Adam. That is a great site. If you are buying um, retro video games, that is a really good one to check. Because I like Half dot com. Every now and then, uh, I picked up a great deal on an N sixty four game. So, thank you for the suggestion. I, I we just need to decide whether or not we want to keep it. Uh, ridiculous, or if we need to go with like a more informative route. Mm-hmm. Accuracy or bombastity? I don't know. We'll figure it out. We usually err on the uh, side yeah. of bombastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here is a call from someone who's very mad at you. Mom? <laughs> Good morning, Tadpog. It's Karen. What's going on? She seems to have cooled off. sitting at the FedEx office. <laughs> waiting for a package to arrive. So I'm listening to the Stargate app, which I have no idea what Stargate is. If you even talk about it, I don't really care. But I'm halfway through it, and I don't want to forget what I want to say. Number one, Dave, I am right there with you. I fucking love Kanye West. I love his outlandish, crazy, I am the best person on the planet personality. Well, He's probably a Slytherin. That's probably why we would do a lot. Because you need to watch this movie. It is hilarious. 
Yeah, it sounds like I do need to watch that. You guys about was in the show notes, and this girl getting the tattoo that says "Spit Please" <laughs> on her butthole. Yeah, holy shit! So I watched a friend of mine get a tattoo on her vagina. Whoa. She, this is hysterical. Um, she got a tattoo of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Yes, the beloved children's character was well, the poo. That's because it's and her honeypot. This is the sickening part. Like, not the fact that she got the tattoo on her vagina, because she got it, like, right on the lip. But she got a tattoo when you pull back the lip inside inside the lip of a honeypot. So you got precious little Winnie the Pooh, and you spread her legs open, and that's the honeypot. I watched her go through that in fucking agony, so I cannot imagine how this girl got her butthole, butthole uh, tattooed. Like I, I'm just in pain for her. But my question is, my question is, who is this girl? With anyone that had any <laughs> Cynthia uh, Lynn, her mother, lady bit piercings or nipple piercings? Uh, I have messed around with one fella that had a piercing. And it was interesting. Um, but more on that later. Hope you guys have a good day. Have a good, have a lovely weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. So I was um, being a huge goofball and talked over her question. So I don't know what she actually asked. Uh, how we feel about like lip piercings, nipple piercings, genital piercings. I love them. Yeah, I'm a big fan, huge fan. Um, it's not a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Like if they're not there, it's not a deal breaker. But if they're there. That's great. However, um, I don't know how I'd feel about uh, Winnie the Pooh just staring back at me while I'm, you know, tasting, <laughs> taste, taking a taste from the honeypot. Wink at Pooh. No, Pooh, this is mine. Can't, you cannot have any. It would be better if it was like the tattoo with like from Mons to Taint. Yeah. It was a tree. And then the hole was when Pooh is stuck halfway in. <laughs> uh, and there's just an annoyed rabbit on one of the butt cheeks. <laughs> uh, I vaginal piercings, eh, eh. I don't know. I've never. Ex- I've only seen them on strippers. I don't think they're super appealing. Uh, I just remember that one stripper that I didn't know she had one till I went and sat on the stage and gave her a dollar and she spread and it looked like Christmas time. Cause she had like tons of glow in the dark clip piercings. So that's, that's festive strands of popcorn, <laughs> <laughs> tinsel, everything, uh, nipple piercings. I'm all for that. I like that. Um, just never been with anybody that has those, but in pornography, I'm into it. Mm hmm. Um, I've always wanted to fool around with a girl with a tongue ring. Never have. Um, I don't. Um, I don't like septum piercings. It's not 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 my thing. I like the nose like stud on the side, mm-hmm. but other than that, septum piercings aren't really my aren't really my jam. Um, other than that, like all sorts of ear piercings, great dermal piercings, whatever. Yeah, all for it. Yeah, I kind of draw the line at body modding. Yeah. Like that's where I start to kind of get like, Ooh, I don't know. And even some of that, I mean, if it's done, if it's done well, it doesn't bother me. I was reading an article about the, the booming plastic sur- uh, surgery area of reconstructing ears that where they had the large oh, holes yeah. placed in. Like people now are like, Oh, let's get my ears put, like put back together. Yeah. I mean, I do like, I mean, I think it's cool. Like, I think gauges are cool. Like, I, I don't have a problem with them. It's one of those things where it's like, but like that in all of this, 
I mean, all of these things are like, oh man, that's really cool. I think that's, I think that's neat. That is not a thing that I would ever do or mm-hmm. ever could do. I don't think that fits my general aesthetic. <laughs> like it'd be very weird. I feel like if I was um, exactly the way I am right now, but I had enormous gauges in my ears. Like I just don't think that that would mesh. Your what? Your earring? Your the up top piercing I, was enough. I did have a cartilage piercing, an upper cartilage piercing my ear, and it looked really dumb. Um, and I'm gl- it got infected, and I had to take it out. And I'm super glad that it did mm-hmm. because it looked so fucking dumb. Um, at the time, I didn't realize that, but mm-hmm. like now, I know that it looked really, really, really embarrassingly stupid. Uh, and I told my sister that just recently because she um, asked me, uh, or she asked me what I thought about um, my the piercing that I had. And I told her, I said, I think it was so fucking dumb. It's not like I can't really say that I regret it because it's like, oh, there is just a little bit of like scar tissue up there in my ear now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a big deal. It's not super noticeable. But um, I, I said, hey, look, do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But just know that in 10 years, you might be like, no, that was dumb. She, I don't even know why she did it. She got like, I don't know what part of the ear it is. It's like, okay. So imagine an ear, right, mm-hmm. uh, on its mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. a profile of an ear. Here's the hole in the ear, mm-hmm. and then you just go up to that little bridge above it. Mm-hmm. You know that thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She got that pierced. Um, and it is so tiny. Like, it is so tiny that, like, uh, when she showed it to me, we were sitting across a dinner table at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So not very wide. I couldn't see it. Uh, I had to get like right up on her, and it looks it looks like just a little bit of glitter, like a, just a bloop, just like a piece of glitter on her ear. And I was like, seriously, you were like, you were like considering whether or not this was something you should do. This is nothing. This is not even noticeable. Just the tiniest, tiniest. Not the full stud. bar, the length of the top of the ear. No, no huge, no oversized. Um, Safety pin, yeah. <laughs> nothing like that. <laughs> so, but that suits her. Yeah, that 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 like it would be very much like me. It would be weird if she showed up with like huge gauges in her ear. Uh, piercings on other people, I love them. Tattoos on other people, I love them. Like mm-hmm. I wish that I wish that I could get tattoos. And the reason that I don't, the what always holds me back is. I like to change things as like, yeah, as, I don't I have no idea what I would want forever. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. It's that forever part where it's like, I like how things look like, I like how some tattoos look, but there's a part of me that I have diff. I struggle with just getting a tattoo for a look, you know, because yeah. I like all those like sailor Jerry tattoos, but I would feel ingen- disingenuous, uh, having like those tattoos because it's like they they wouldn't mean anything to me. They would just be like stickers. They'd essentially be like stickers <laughs> yeah. that I've put on my body. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Like you don't I, want to get a full length Pete and Pete, like the da- the lady on Pete's Petunia. Off that would be yeah. really that would be really sweet. And I am not going to lie to you. I have thought of that before. <laughs> um, they have uh, the guys who played Pete and Pete. You know their names. I don't. Danny Tamborelli is the young Pete. I can't remember older Pete's name. Well, he the Danny on. They have a podcast. I don't. I hope. I hope it's still going. I stopped listening, mm-hmm. but it, but it was good. Um, Danny is 
all the time people come up to him showing him the petunia tattoo that they've got. <laughs> so, I mean, there, uh, there are a lot of people out there with it. Man. Um, I would love to get tattoos. Like, I would love to have, like, half sleeves even because I think they look amazing. I mm-hmm. love how that looks. It's just... I can't go through with it. Like, I, I can't imagine a time in my life where I'm going to be able to pull the trigger on that because it's like, I feel like I've passed that. Like, I, I feel like I'm to the age now where it would be really, really weird for me to like, just get a half, like half sleeves. Mm-hmm. You could do it. You I'm, 34. Pull it off. <laughs> I'm 34. I think I could pull it off. <laughs> yeah. But I just think it's, I don't know. I don't know. There's something about it that I have to get over. It costs more. Like they figure out the the funnel you can have one, and then it's an extra hundred dollars every year over. I'm not gonna lie to you. The <laughs> price is part of it because they are fucking expensive. Yeah, like to get have, a well done tattoo. Them, yeah, yeah. Like really, like thousands of dollars. So, I mean, they last forever. But the other part of that is like if you don't touch them up, like if you don't have them touched up, they just look like blobs. Yeah, like they just start to look like blobs. My granddad was in the Navy. He's got. A shitload of tattoos. And I remember as a kid, like seeing him with his shirt off, it was just like, it was just like blobs. He just had blobs yeah. on, like <laughs> on his body. So I don't know. That, that might be part of it too. Cause yeah. you got to maintain that shit. Yeah. I just, I just don't know. I have no idea what I would want to have forever. So how about you and I pick some out for each other <laughs> <laughs> or, or that's a, that's a Patreon goal. If we reach a certain amount of money, the, the Patreon donors get to decide uh, what oh. tattoos we get. We get to the point where this is all we have to do for a living, then they get to pick our tattoos. That's, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yep. I would do that. Yep. If, we could, if we could, uh, I would subject myself to that. That's fair. If we could make a living doing just this for yeah. Patreon, yeah, okay. I'll tattoo I'm whatever. In. Whatever. I'll get tattoos. It won't be spit first on my uh, no-no hole, but it... <laughs> Well, it might be. It'll be pussy eater across both of our top lips. lips. I love that tattoo, man. (laughs) That is hilarious. I always uh, joked about getting the thanks for playing in the Pac-Man font um, right above my wiener. Uh, but then I realized that not too many people were going to see that. So it's probably a waste of money. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for calling. Taryn. We have another call from Taryn. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? Should we? How are we? We're good on time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How good are we on time? Yeah. I know. I know. We want to do as many as we can. Get another twenty minutes. Okay. So, my I would like to propose that we don't end until we get to Exalted Lord Mike and Purdue's call. Done. In honor of his birthday. His birthday. Done. All right. So we're coming for you, Lord Mike. Don't worry. Uh, here it looks like we've got Taryn again. Hey, Chad Talk, it's Taryn again. Uh, I just had the weirdest deja vu when I asked the piercing question. So if I've asked it before, I apologize. It's weird for me to call in sober and remember things. So, you know, this is what this is daytime Taryn, okay? Or, you know, whatever, sober Taryn. Uh, but if I've asked it before, I apologize. I just, I can't imagine getting the lady bits pierced. Like, I have a tattoo that's close enough, and it hurt enough, it hurt plenty. And I can't imagine a needle going through my lady bit. And I was in the chair about. That's it. So we'll assume that it happened. <laughs> Did she say that she was that she was like strapped in there, ready to get? Well, she's had several tattoos. She has multiple. I want to say like four tattoos, maybe more. I imagine her most painful. I know she has music notes on her 
inside of her wrist. I imagine that was painful too. Hmm. Well, she cut off. I can skip ahead. She does call back, but it is like a day later. So I don't know if it's a continuation or not. Yeah, we'll just plow through. We'll we'll flood out eventually. All right. Well, Taryn, we're on we're on the edge of our seats here. How did it go? <laughs> what happened? Um, Tyler, would you ever um, consider a piercing? No, no. I don't think there's no kind of piercing that I think I would look good with. So no. Well, your your fat wiener probably. Yeah, that would probably be good. <laughs> just like it looks like you're about to go fishing, like you're just like just all kinds of manner of metal and hooks. Just get a fish hook through the head. <laughs> yeah, and then you can paint little eyes on the helmet to make it look like it's a caught fish. So you got this joke where you walk in. Oh, it's a big one. I call it a big one. <laughs> uh, Anybody like eel? <laughs> Or it's done like, what's the musical instrument that you play like in second grade that's like, it's a stick with a cheese grater, a wood cheese grater that looks like a fish. Oh, you know, just, brr, brr, yeah. <laughs> just paint it up like that. So I do have notches down the side. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I always know it's you in the dark. <laughs> When I when I feel the notches of the side. When you go when you when you deep throat and catch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's for. It's to trap people. <laughs> You're nodding, essentially. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Here is another call. This is from six one four. Hey guys, Kyle here. So I hey just guy. started a new job and Good in job. the IT department. And I uh, I really like all the guys I work with, and I really think they'd enjoy your podcast. But I was hoping that you guys could help with um, how how can I introduce the podcast to them uh, without me getting fired? Um, it, yep. <laughs> uh, I don't want them to think that I just listen like only to podcasts about sticks, but it's like what I do. So. Um, <laughs> Just really, really any help. There's not really any family member or friend I can go to with this. Uh, so if you guys just want to help me out, maybe I can get you uh, uh, six more listeners if I, mm-hmm. if I tell them about it. Thanks. Kyle, I do want those six new listeners, mm-hmm. so I'm going to try to come up with a strategy. Uh, well, you have to wait for them to say they like games and say, oh, I've got a good podcast for you. It's really, it's good, but it's they're super blue. So if you like your comedy super blue, but here's a gaming podcast for you. Or wait for them to say, I like really just the grossest comedy. <laughs> just just the grossest, grossest stuff. And then there's your in. It's true. Hey, I've got a podcast for you. Um, or you can say, or you can do the whole thing where it's like, you know, a friend of mine turned me on to this podcast. And it's, I mean, it's out there. It's out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's not my favorite, but you might be interested in it. You could do that. You could play it off. Mm-hmm. We know your we we know that we're your favorite podcast. So we're not gonna get <laughs> mad for your little fib, your little white lie, because you're gonna get us six new listeners. And that's mm-hmm. really that's really what matters. Yeah. So th- Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all good. Yeah. Or or ooh, send us your address. I'll mail you some Tadpog promo cards, and then you can like like you can if you're going to lunch or something, you can just kind of set them like on the table. And when you show up, you're like, Oh, what is this? Oh, this is a, <laughs> a video game podcast. This looks like it could be fun. How about we get back to work and I'll listen to it together. 
I've downloaded, why don't everybody come to my house this Friday night? I've downloaded several completely at random podcasts. <laughs> we can all have a listening party. So, there, that's good, right? Yeah. Those are all good options. People do that all the time. It's all fine. good options. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you for calling, Kyle. Mm. Um, here is a call from 614. Google Translate is very short. Google translates this to three words. The call is almost a minute long. So let's so uh. let's see. Let's see. <laughs> Do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <clears throat> vacation? Soul vacation? Soul vacation. What's the point? Are you actually seeing it? What's the point? I'm not actually seeing it. Okay. Thanks for calling 614. Here's my takeaway. <laughs> I told you 580 sometimes sneaks back on. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my takeaway. This is what your call reminds me of. And I did this last night. Sometimes I'm watching... Some amateur uh, lovemaking. Sometimes I watch that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a lot of times the audio quality is not great on those. <laughs> and the girl will say something, and I'm like, oh, God, I bet that was hot. But I couldn't make it out. And I'll, like, sc- scrub back. Like, what you- I'll turn the volume up, and I'll listen to it again. I still didn't make it out, so I'll scrub back. And I'll turn it up even louder. And I'll be like, all right, well, I still don't know what she's saying, but I'm going to I assume that it's something very erotic. <laughs> <laughs> I had um, some friends that uh, lived live together, and their rooms were directly across the hall from each other. And the friend I frequently talked to, he was in his room, and he heard his roommate and his girlfriend having sex. And he was pretty, pretty clear that they were having sex. He can't hear her, but he hears the motion, and he hears him at first. Like He just says, like, did you do it? Wait a bit longer, did you do it? And very aggressively, did you do it? <laughs> and so it took a long time. Because he was there like, what did she do? What is he wanting her to do? <laughs> so it turns out like they were having sex and he was wondering if he gave her an orgasm. So he was saying, did that do it? But <laughs> it sounded more like, did you do it? Oh, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so thanks for calling. Here is a text message from 763. The best part of that call from 614 was me remembering that video that I watched last (laughs) night. So thank you. This text message from 763 says, Fucking Tadpog, colon, Google video search Naughty Alley phone and throw the first video in the show notes. It's pretty amazing. I know what video you're talking about. Um, at least I think that I mm. do because I am familiar with Naughty Alley. Oh, I, <laughs> I know. Ex- I, now I know what you're talking about too. Yeah, um, that was bookmarked in my favorites for a while. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's in my stuff that Dave likes mm. subreddit. Oh my God, you're so dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can quote it. I love it. You can quote it. So uh, 763, 
Thank you. We're on that naughty alley tip, though. <laughs> this is what's great is Tyler and I have never discussed this video before. <laughs> it's just something we subconsciously bonded over. <laughs> so thank you. Oh, Jesus. Here is a call from Taryn. Let's see if she mm-hmm. finishes the story from earlier. Hola, Tadfog. This is Taryn. So I've called you sober like the past 14 times, so I thought I'd call you a little drunk just to, you know, keep up appearances. Perfect. That's kind of my thing. So I was actually just uh, discussing with Tyler about sexual awakening movies, and I'm sitting here watching Cruel Intentions, which is definitely one of my sexual awakening movies. And, you know, yeah, I was probably like middle school when this came out, but, you know, Ryan Felipe... And Sarah Michelle Gellar being a total fucking slut, turbo bitch, like, that was one of my sexual awakening movies because this is one of the first movies that I saw that showed me that women can have the sexual upper power, and that's fucking awesome. But I just wanted to ask you, what were some of your sexual awakening movies? Um, I've had a hardcore crush on Andrew McCarthy since I can remember, so definitely uh, Weekend at Bernie's. And Mannequin were some of mine. And I know, I saw them later in life, obviously. I was born in 84, and I know some of those came out in, like, late 80s. So I saw them later in life and knew that I was attracted to him. Also, Fear was one of mine. Uh, again, Reese Witherspoon and Marky Mark from the Funky Bunch and his little underwear and his damn little abs and fingering her on a roller coaster. Maybe that's why I like roller coasters. Like, let's get real in depth with this here for a second. But how do you feel about fingerings, though? I think that's the better question. Hate them. That was one of my sexual awakening movies. Holy shit, have we just discovered something? I don't know. I think we have. But anyway, that was one of them. Um, Also, and, you know, obviously I talk about Friends every time I'm on there, but Friends was one of my sexual awakening shows. Um, I've never admitted this to anyone except maybe one or two people, but, you know, I was, that show came out, what, 94, 95? So I was 10, 11 years old. You're the expert. I I had the poster of all of them drinking milkshakes on my wall, and I used to make out with the Chandler (laughs) with Matthew Perry on my poster (laughs) because I thought he was so hot. And I never was a Ross gal, even though that was one of my favorite, you know, central parts of the show. But Chandler was my man from the get-go. I always thought he was very sexy. But anyway, now you know some more information about me. And hope you guys are doing great. I'm going to continue drinking. It's Friday night. All right. And I feel all right. All right. It's here on the west side. Is that right? I don't know. But anyway, I'm going to keep drinking. I'm on my couch watching Cruel Intentions, and I will talk to you guys soon. Have a lovely evening, Just bug. eking the cat. <laughs> watching Cruel Intentions, just eking the cat. Um, thank you so much for sharing that story. That was, um, of you making out with, uh, Chandler on the poster. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. Thank you for, thank you for telling that story. As soon as I'm recording, I'm sending her that picture. Like yeah. just, just <laughs> a cropping of Chandler with the milk, uh, milkshake mustache. Uh, I've talked about me being small and having the weird boner about Miss Piggy dunking Gonzo into oatmeal before. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's one. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Lola Bunny and Space Jam. Because mm-hmm. it's always a weird moment where they sexualize a cartoon girl. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think movie-wise. What was something I was bit, I was into when I was little? A movie that I was into. 
that had stirring. So I think I asked Taryn that because I had seen, brings up two more SNL skits. One, um, the SNL about a music video where all the women sing about bringing home their boyfriends to their childhood bedroom for that Christmas. Is, that is a good one. I love that. That is a really good one. And the other one, um, when I first got horny to you, it's like them, whatever they were watching the first time they got horny. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think. Like I remember, I remember being aroused early on in my life. Like I started, I started damaging my penis with masturbation in the sixth grade. So, um. Trying to think what was popular back then. It got to me. Cruel Intentions, I mean, that that worked for me, but that was still a little later on. I don't know. Do you have anything? Um, you were Jessica Rabbit, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember. And which is really weird now, like as an adult, because like I've watched Roger Rabbit since I was a kid. And now when I see Jessica Rabbit, it's like I I was a weird little kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because like this is not like this is not very sexy at all. Um, but Jessica Rabbit. Um, oh, Rogue. I had a huge thing oh, for yeah. Rogue. Yeah, Psylocke. Um, wow, yeah. Psylocke for me, mm-hmm. especially in the, I mean, reading the comics as a kid, like that was like, that was a deciding factor. I would flip through <laughs> and be like, okay, Psylocke's in this. I can jerk it to this. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to purchase this one, please. Um, I mean, I guess those are the big ones. Any movie that I could see a titty in, uh, mm-hmm. which wasn't too difficult because we had HBO. And oh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, that was a lot of my sexual awakening as far as like, as far as, like movies go, yeah. where it was just like, just whatever was on on HBO after 11 o'clock kind of deal. I'll still never forget uh, Exit to Eden, applying like the butter and the, the cinnamon... Like that's, I guess that's a moment because it's just yeah. so burned into my brain. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. All right. Good question. Yeah. That good question. I don't feel like I had a great answer to. This is one of these questions that something's going to come to me later, mm-hmm. and it's going to be like, oh yeah, how did I forget about that? Um, and I, I think I might have mentioned this on the Cool World episode. Uh, like I remember seeing the preview for Cool World. I think on like HBO or something, mm-hmm. and seeing. Uh, uh, I can't. Uh, Holly. Hollywood. Holly. I remember seeing her and being like, "Oh wow, mm-hmm. oh oh wow." <laughs> so there's that, but I don't know. All right, Taryn, thank and you. Then, and then being sad, but she turns into Kim Basinger. <laughs> I, you know what? I liked Kim Basinger when I, uh, and it's probably because she was Vicky Vale in Tim Burton's Batman, mm. uh, and I thought she was, I thought she was really pretty. I had a, um, I had a. Ten-year-old boy crush on her. That's probably ten when that came out. So, but that faded quickly. Um, what else? I thought. Uh, what's her name? Taya Leone. Oh yeah, from, she was really hot in Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a, that was working for me. Oh, Tia Carrera in Wayne's World was big for really? me. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. She yeah, she's good looking in that movie. Especially, she's good looking in that movie. Um, so yeah, there's some things. And uh, along with the weird things like um, Daphne and Scooby Doo, like when I was very little, mm-hmm. like along the lines of Miss Piggy, dipping on someone oatmeal, along those lines, washing God's It's <laughs> <laughs> So along those lines. <laughs> so, all right, thanks, Taryn, and thank you so much for sharing the story about Chandler. I fucking love that you <laughs> that you shared that with us. That is special to me. Uh, here is oh. That drags up a memory. 
I had a black and white X-Men pillow, and I would kiss the rogue drawing <laughs> on the back of it. Yeah. Mom caught me one time, and I, <laughs> and I remember her, as she shut the door, was laughing. So. <laughs> cool. Um, man, I wish I had an X-Men pillow that I could have kissed. I sure did. <laughs> we got a text message from 520 who says, Fucking Tadpog. I just beat Earthbound. Fuck yes. Smiley emoticon. Congratulations. Yeah. I hope that you enjoyed it. I assume that you did based on your smiley emoticon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got another text message. This is from 763 who says, fucking Tadpog, colon, if pasta noodles had RPG classes, what would they be? All right. Let's start from the top. Penne, Dragoon. Yep. Clearly. Clearly, no doubt. Um, what are the little cartwheel-looking ones? I don't know what you call those cartwheel you, ones. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I know though, what you're right? talking about, yeah. Well, those kind of look like shields, so paladin. Mm-hmm. So there's there's they're, your paladin. They're holy. They're holy, exactly. <laughs> what, macaroni um, is part of a very famous song, Yankee Doodle Dandy, so bard. Macaroni is bard. Um <laughs> Spaghetti. Spaghetti is just kind of like your your standard baseline your fighter. fighter. Human warrior. fighter. Yeah. Um, so we got spaghetti, we got macaroni, we got penne, we got whatever the cartwheel ones mm. are, the wheel, wheel ones. What else we got? The spiral ones are wizards. That makes sense. Wizards yeah. are sorcerers, some kind of some kind of arcane user. Because oh. they're so they're so crazy. <laughs> uh see. Man. What about the shells? What do you call those? Um, shells. Are they just shells? I guess so. Um, that would probably be that would probably be a cleric. I think a cleric because they, they hold all that sauce. All together. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and man, I guess manicotti is not really a class. Not a lasagna. They're like vehicles. So what is... Airship. What? The, the, a manicotti is an airship. Oh, are those the giant, are those the giant noodles? The rolls that they stuff. That yeah. yeah, okay. All right. Um, yeah, that's like a base of operations airship. <laughs> I like it. Italian's not my thing, so I'm trying to go over all the kinds of pasta in my head because I know there are so fucking many. Uh, tortellini. Which, what is tortellini? Tortellini, it's, um, basically a stuffed circle. Okay. Or, okay. or, cause it'll be like, so like a ravioli, like a small a- thing that's stuffed. Folded and then pinched into a, a circle. It has a hole in the center. It looks almost like an earring. Okay. So probably probably thief because it looks like an earring that Locke would wear. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I like your logic. You're better this than I am. <laughs> so well, I do play I do play pasta games all the time <laughs> at home. Uh, and I take back my cleric uh, being the shell. The that needs to be some kind of like net and trident fighter um mm. because cleric has to be angel hair <laughs> yeah. just, just has to be <laughs> you're right uh let's see what other pastas are there ravioli that's a big one this is a hard mm. one what is ravioli barbarian because it's meaty yeah big and meaty big and meaty yeah Ra- raging ravioli raging ravioli <laughs> Ragioli, <laughs> Ray Liotta. <laughs> um, are there? Are we leaving out any other big pastas? No, probably. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fettuccine, fettuccine. That's like a flat. 
That's like a flat noodle, it's a right? Flat noodle, a long flat noodle. Is there a tapeworm glass? <laughs> the mimic. The mimic. <laughs> I love it. All right, the mimic. All right, apologies to all the big pastas out there that uh, we're forgetting about. Good question, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good question. Good question. I like questions like this. They really get, get us thinking. Here is a call from 4-4, which means that it's an international call. Here we go. Zach? Hi, Tadpog. This is Paul from the UK again. Paul! Oh. Uh, he told me to ring back, so here I am. It's taken me a while. Apparently what I was waiting for was just to get hammered again, so I've been on the side all day, and uh, here I am. Don't know what I'm doing, but uh, I thought I'd give you a ring. Cost me a bomb again. Well, I thought I had a couple of questions ready for you this time. Sweet. Uh, the first one being, um, I was just wondering if you'd ever get around to doing any more N64 games Whew. after uh, you did the list in the summer. I was wondering if you'd ever do periodically with the odd game out of any lists just to eat every month or so if you think about redoing a game again. My second question is regarding um, one of your full life ga- uh, reviews that you did uh, last year. And you were talking about men's toilet habits. <laughs> I just wanted to know um, if after you have a uh, shed, whether you would sit or just and to wipe it if you knew that the other option was available, you know. Because before, about a year ago, I didn't know people actually do this, that people would actually stand to wipe. I know. I yeah. Know if that was I know. Something you, 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 you did or you were even aware of. So it's a bit of a strange question, but I, I, I kind of ask most people I know. It's, it weeds them out but anyway thanks bye Paul thanks for calling you got a sexy voice Paul sounds amazing (laughs) yeah you got a sexy voice man Um, I so you may not know this Mm -hmm. but there was a long standing debate in Tadpog Nation about sitter stand Mm -hmm. Um, we went back and forth back and forth are you a sitter are you a stander do you remember who initially brought it up don't, I want to say Fish Lips J. Yeah. Okay. But I've been wrong the last yeah. like 10 times I've speculated on anything. It was, yeah, I can't remember either. And that, that bums me out because it was like a really big thing mm-hmm. for a while. Fish Lips J sounds like it could be plausible or Cody or even or even Micah or, yeah. or Drew for some Any, reason. Those. Anyone that we know Anyone, gross. Yeah, or Cody <laughs> or like, let's just keep listing everybody. Uh, <laughs> Anybody that regularly calls us that's not yeah, Taryn. Taryn. <laughs> 580. Um, so yeah, we're familiar with the sitter stand. Uh, I'm still very much a sitter. Yep. I can't imagine standing up (laughs) because all of that cookie crumble would just fall out of my butt. If I did that, I can't, how do you, I mean, like you can't stand straight up, right? Cause then your turd cutter just automatically closes when you stand. Or at least that's the natural position of, of my uh, no-no hole when I stand it's up. Like it's putting closed. A, it's like putting a lid back on a jar when there's something on the rim. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you know what? You know what really grosses me out? I Tyler, I know you love shit talk on the show. Oh, so much potty talk. So much. So this is going to be great for you. I apologize in <laughs> advance. But what I hate is when I'm when I'm done pooping. And it's been like a really, it's been a really stressful one. It's like, I really had to work this one out and that you were doubly going to love this. Cause I also know another thing that you hate. And when I like take that toilet paper and I go to wipe and it's like, oh, that's not closed. 
<laughs> yep. Where it's just like it's just nope. That portal is still uh, that, open. Still not. It hasn't has it closed back yeah, up. All right. So it's like I don't. I never know what to do in that situation because like I look down at my watch. I'm like, well, I got to get to work, but I don't know how long I need to sit here before <laughs> before the door closes. Finish the spell. Yeah. <laughs> do I just need to like cram toilet paper up there? What do I do? So, um, thank Just you. Just grab one of Nikki's pads and be like, there you go. Make the best of it. No, 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 no. Let's, for the record, she doesn't use pads. <laughs> she, I'm not dating my grandmother. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, so thanks for bringing that back up. Cause I had kind of forgotten about it except for, I heard on, I think it was cracked podcast. Uh, when Jack O'Brien was introing um, an episode, he mentioned uh, some of the things that we don't even think about that are secrets about people that you know, like, are you a sitter or a stander? Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, Crack Podcast is definitely listening to Tadpog and stealing <laughs> stealing uh, yeah. intel from us. <laughs> Just like Wizards of the Coast. God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, to answer your first question, Paul... We there are a few in sixty four games. There that we are a few about we'd like to do. Doing. Yeah, so um, Superman. Superman is one of them. I'd like to do Quest sixty four for some weird reason. Well, it was like one of the Clay only... Fighters sixty three and a third. Yeah. So yeah, there are a few in sixty four games that we do want to do. Uh, as far as like a list goes, we'll get back to you on that. Yep. But that's always kind of a moving target. Lists are always kind of a moving thing. I've enjoyed. We want not to pick up a list. Yeah, we we'll pick up a list again sometime. But like that last, the last list was just so hard for us. Now, just like we'll go back, but we just don't know what we want to do. And then like it is still sort of confining. I know some people really like it. Yeah. Some people really really like it. You know who you are. Yeah. And I don't know. Like since we started this podcast, the list we've since like had kids and. Done a bunch of other stuff, so a like a lot of things have changed. Yeah, a lot of things have changed. Um, and you're right. Like doing a list with all these like life changing events that have happened mm-hmm. um, would be very, very, very difficult. Yeah. Like I mean, to the point where, to the point where I feel like I would like to be less involved in the show, kind of deal. Yeah. You know, where it's just kind of like. I'd rather have a good time. I'd rather have a good time doing the show and we get what we get yeah. than um, forcing myself to to stick to a schedule. When you, when you push it, you burn out. So. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% think that that's correct. And if we weren't a show that published twice a week consistently, like that's important to us because mm-hmm. we never missed. We've never missed an episode. Mm-hmm. That's a huge fucking accomplishment for yep. just – Two guys uh, who don't do this for a living, like yeah. that—that is, that is a, that's like we should be proud of that because yeah. we've been doing this for over three years. That's wow! How the hell did we do that? Um, that plays into it too. Uh, if this were if this were a show that we published just whenever we could or whenever we felt like it, then I feel like a list would be so much easier. Yeah, because we could kind of take our time uh, and play each game on the list. Um, I also think that the show would stop. If we did that, yeah. because it would kind of be like, are you ready? Well, no, not really. Uh, or what are we, are you ready? Yeah. No, let's wait. And then, yeah, we'd get to the point where we're publishing 
once every two months or something like that. Yeah, there's so, no way to have an audience. So. It's tough. It's really tough to balance it because we know that we do have people who want us to play lists. Uh, and in a perfect world, I would that I think that's great. I think that's a great hook for a podcast. Um, but man, just to keep it going at, at this point, I think we have to be flexible with it. Yeah. So great questions, Paul. Thanks for calling. Uh, you can call anytime with that sexy voice of yours. Mm-hmm. You just feel free. What do you think of a Tad Pugnation list? Um, d- w- how do you mean? Like if I might, I might have to recruit uh, Troubadour Sam for this kind of thing. But like, listeners give us a list of games they'd like to see done, and we get enough of those, and we average average it together. What games pop up the most often, and make the Tadpog Nation's list of games they want us to do. I'd be interested in seeing it. I don't think that solves the problem. It doesn't solve the problem at all. It's just an idea that popped in my head. I mean, I think it's a great idea because yeah. I'm curious to see what that is. But yeah, I mean, it does put us right back in that same... Because like, who knows? It could be a list. It'd be a game, four games in a row that are each 60 hours each. Right. So... Um, we do have an eventually list. I mean, there is that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would be curious in seeing what people would like to hear us talk about. Yeah. Um, and if we could constrain that to like a specific system, like Super Nintendo or Genesis, that's a good point because those games are a lot easier to do. Like N sixty four and beyond is just like it's those games are too too long and intricate to do in a week. Yeah, Super Nintendo down downward, you can that's doable. So just again for the record, I'm not super ready to do a list again. Oh no no no! <laughs> but this would take a very long time to put together. <laughs> But yeah, maybe by the time that list is put together, maybe yeah. I'll hopefully be ready. Uh, things are getting easier for me. Yeah. So like that is that is good. Like things are kind of balancing out for me. Um, so who knows? Maybe maybe I'll be ready for that soon. Uh, but I do appreciate I do appreciate uh, y'all being <laughs> patient with me, listeners. Uh, here is a call from six one four. Fucking dad, Okay, it's Kyle, Sunglass fan, yada yada yada. So I'm listening to, to the episode with Phil and Sandra, and you guys, and in and, and Wisdom Stage, Ian Chandler just called in about some kind of porn, and it reminded me of a porn story from when I was in eighth grade. All right. Excellent. So when I was in middle school, they did an eighth grade trip. It's like, hey, you finished middle school, you made it through, you didn't kill yourself. Cool. So we all got to go to Washington, D.C., and it was like a three-day trip or something to Washington, D.C. So we get to Washington, and, of course, all, the whole school is staying in this one hotel, and all the kids, it, it's absolutely, it's, it's a mess, you know. You can just imagine a bunch of middle schoolers on, like, two whole floors of a hotel. It's terrible. But anyway, so obviously you're going to turn the TV on. You're going to go flipping through channels. Well, somebody found a channel where it was this woman who was just wearing a bikini bottom and some, like, lingerie. You could clearly see her boobs. And she was doing belly dancing. And that's fine. But... She had a knife in one of her hands, and as she was dancing, she was slowly cutting herself, like on her thighs, <laughs> on her stomach, on her arms, and it was, now that I think about it, some of the most fucked up stuff I've ever seen. <laughs> like, well, why would anybody want to watch this? So she's sitting there doing like a dance, naked, just cutting herself. Not really hard, but enough for blood to be rolling down her, her skin and her stomach and her legs. So... Everyone's going crazy. Every, their phones are ringing everywhere. Everyone's calling everyone, <laughs> saying, flip to this channel, flip to this channel. And soon, 
every single middle schooler is watching this woman <laughs> dance naked <laughs> while she's cutting uh, herself. And it, 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 was one of those, it was one of those moments that you'll never forget. No, no. And uh, very quickly, the chaperones caught on and ran into everybody's room and turned it off. And it was this whole big mess. And then the hotel had to end up blocking that channel. It was this whole big thing. But that's my gory porn story. <laughs> Tyler, do you remember when ABC Family jumped the shark? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as long as she was, wasn't cutting her boobs and everything's fine. It's all, it's all good. That's pretty funny, though. I like this story a lot. Yes, thank you, Kyle. That was a, a very good story. It reminds me of a trip that we took uh, when I was in high school to Washington, D.C. We didn't all share in a pornographic experience, but there there were a whole lot of, uh, whole lot of little players uh, going to the girls' rooms. So I, I was playing Diablo on my dad's laptop. <laughs> so thank you very much for calling. We are we are closing in on Exalted Lord Micah Purdue's call. We still got we still have a ways to go. Let's soldier on. So here is a text message from 520 who says, Hey Tadpog, who's your favorite cartoon MILF? I used to think Mighty Max's mom was pretty hot. So is Sailor Moon's mom. Well, everyone in there's not an unattractive person in Sailor Moon. <laughs> no, 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 there's not. Um, hmm, cartoon MILF. Immediately Lois from Family Guy jumps to mind. Yeah, do you click on those ads to all to, the time to, <laughs> to see her fuck? <laughs> see her fuck Peter and Chris at the same time. <laughs> to watch her play Diablo. <laughs> Uh, what are some ones that I like from his little uh, Bobby's mom from Bobby's World? I thought was attractive. I don't remember what she looks like. The red, uh, she had like orange hair. Okay. Um, hmm. Trying to think of other cartoon milfs or some family centered cartoons that I watched. Linda Belcher's got some pretty big old titties. She does. So I mean, <laughs> there's does. there's that. I've thought I've thought that before. I've been like, hmm, those are those are pretty big tits for a cartoon character mm-hmm. that's not like sexualized at all. Yeah, true. <laughs> and they hang as low as they should. So <laughs> that's very accurate. <laughs> Lin, uh, she does not wear a bra ever. I think. Mm. Also, people really had a thing for Marge. I never did. No. No, I never clicked on those ads either. <laughs> huh, I don't know. I have to think on that a little, little bit longer. All right, we'll get we'll get back to it. Okay, I'm gonna Google. Okay, yeah, just hot, to get to get some ideas. Google real quick. Hot uh, milf cartoon, cartoon hot cartoon milf. There you go. Uh, also, look up Naughty Alley while you're at it. I could use a break. Uh, cartoon milfs at sensual mothers. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think that's what I want. What is sensual mothers? Cartoon MILF, and uh, there's a big Imgur uh, gallery. Oh, sweet. Okay. You need to spin that. You need to spin that old uh, laptop this around, is This buddy. is all the all the <laughs> enormously hipped mothers from the Cartoon Network, like Dexter's mom. Oh, yeah. They did. They, they had some, some child birthers. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I think that that's from Kim good. Possible, Lois, uh, uh, Miss Jetson, the mom from the Jetsons. Eh, never really a thing for me though. Or well, Judy, I guess Judy uh, though. Yeah, uh, uh, Wilma from uh, Wilma? the Flintstones. Yeah, I'm okay. I can roll with that. You're more Wilma than Betty. Yeah, I'm more Betty. 
Which is weird because I do like redheads. Uh, here is, uh, I guess, Peggy Hill and uh, Khan's wife from King of the Hill. Hard pass. <laughs> uh, oh, what's her name from American Dad? Okay. All right. The mom from The Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, the mom from Jimmy Neutron. That's a weird looking one right there. I don't know what she looks like. Uh, a parent from The Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, what was, who is that? No, I can't remember. Who, I recognize the, I mean, she has a dick in her mouth, but I, <laughs> but I feel like I recognize who that cartoon character is, but I can't think of it. Um, oh, God. The mom from, the neighbor's mom from Goof Troop. Pete's mom from Goof Troop. <laughs> Yeah, more Peggy Hill. Uh, Are all of these pornographic that you're looking at? Oh, yeah, every single one of them. Uh, Luann and um, their neighbor that was always cheating with John Redcorn from King of the Hill. Oh, okay. Here's some very (laughs) graphic stuff from her her and John Redcorn. Uh, Peggy Hill's butthole. (laughs) Is it firing like the Death Star? (laughs) Danny Phantom's mom. That wasn't a thing I watched. What is Danny Phantom? I remember seeing like ads for it. Man, Pete's mom from Goof Troop is pretty popular. <laughs> I don't even remember what she looks like. Okay, well, that's it for that whole album. I just looked through. <laughs> okay, what is sensualmothers.com? Okay, just a lot of cartoon moms. Marge, Lois. I hope that's their motto on their site. Uh, the mom from The Incredibles. Okay, I can see that. I can get behind that. Mm, more King of the Hill. More Simpsons. Um, American Family and The Cleveland Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of Jasmine. Oh. Aladdin. She's not a mom, she's though. She's not a mom, though. She's just she's just a sensual lady. Uh, here's Wolverine and Jean Grey. Oh, yeah, I guess we could get into that. <laughs> so, I mean, Jean Grey does Jean become Grey. a mother eventually. She's technically a mom. 23 moms who are definitely MILFs on BuzzFeed. All right, BuzzFeed, what do you have for us here? Don't fail us. Number one is Lois Griffin, the mom from Dexter's Laboratory, Ikuko Tuskino from Sailor Moon, mm. Betty Rubble, Wilma Flintstone, Marge Simpson, and Possible from Kim Possible. That is, that's, she was on that erotic list a lot. That's the one I recognize. Charlotte Pickles from Rugrats. <laughs> Angelica's mom. <laughs> All right. Fine. Yes. Jane Jetson. Helen Morgendorfer from Daria. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Trudy Proud from The Proud Family. Don't what is recognize that? that. I have no, no idea. Uh, Miss Brief from Dragon Ball Z. All right. That's that's plausible, even though I think she's a robot. Bunny Bravo. The old, very old mom of Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Uh, Stella from Hey Arnold, she was in like one episode, because she died. Uh, Donna Tubbs from The Cleveland Show, Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers, Miss Turner from Fairly Odd Parents, Sheila Brofloski from South Park, <laughs> Francine Smith from American Dad, Maddie Fenton from Dan- Danny Phantom, Mary McGinnis from Batman Beyond, okay, Delia Ketchum from Pokemon, Mallory Archer from Archer. Delia Beats from Beetlejuice. There you go. <laughs> uh, Miss Squarepants from SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> all right, that's all that I'm from that list. That's pretty comprehensive. That was pretty good. That, we did read a list. Yep. <laughs> you wanted a list? You got you one. You got one. All right. So good question that we didn't have a great answer to, 520. Thank you. I, was, I feel like I was much more... Uh, 
on fleek with the pasta questions and not so much <laughs> the, the cartoon milk questions. Uh, let's see. Here's another text from 520 who says, shitting dick nipples. That is all. Shitting dick nipples to you as well, my good sir. Uh, another text from 520. Oh, but guess whose phone crashed? Guess whose old phone crashed? <laughs> Mine. Give me a minute. Do, okay. we have hold, do we have hold music? Uh, I guess I could find some more cartoon milfs. <laughs> Famous cartoon teen girls and milfs in lesbian orgy. Oh, that's just a Pornhub porn clip. The 25 sexiest cartoon milfs. Ah, uh, it's a YouTube video. I'll mute it and see if I can fast forward through it. Uh, yep. The Immortals. Lois, Francine, Marge. No anime, no furries. The Immortals. Did you just coin that, or is that, that how it... That's what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> Bulma's mom. See, number 25, Linda Flynn. From what show is that? I have no idea. They're not saying. They're just showing pictures of her. That's a lo- local real estate agent here in Paducah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's weird for me to hear. Nancy Gribble, King of the Hill. Charlotte Pickles. Pretty big following for Charlotte Pickles. I forgot about her. Judy Neutron from Jimmy Neutron. All right, it's back up. If you want to stop subjecting yourself, okay, you good. Can. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thanks for doing that. Thanks for running interference. This is uh, another text message from five two zero who says, "Obligatory motherfucking tadpog." I forgot to have an achievement for Chandra's erotica, so I guess the sultry siren listened to all of Chandra's erotic call-ins. That is a Tadpog achievement. To unlock the sultry mm, okay. siren, you need to listen to all of her readings, which you should do anyway, um, not specifically just for the achievement, because Chandra does a wonderful job with that. Um, here is a voicemail from 410, I think it's Tony. Hey, guys, it's Tony. I'm listening to the Honey Pop episode, <laughs> and I just heard the intro where Tyler talking smack about My Little Pony, <laughs> and I think he's trying to reference Princess Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> uh, it's not cool. <laughs> he's the princess of friendship. Does not talk shit about Princess Twilight Sparkle. Whatever, White Knight. Okay, you have to work. I'll be Oh, uh, thanks, Tony. That was a good call. <laughs> Here is a voicemail from 520. Hey, Tadpog. Um, the name of that manga that Chandra couldn't remember the name of is called My Chan's Daily Life. Uh, Penny Flash Fight is from the manga Bakuman, and Sister's Glasses and Sperm is originally known as Aneto Milk. And the manga artist was Ray. And fuck, I wish I didn't remember all that. Because <laughs> I guess my new nickname is going to be Herbert Jack of Moons, Mike H. <laughs> anyway, have a good one. Bye. Uh, this, you've, you've been upgraded to Otaku. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so uh, thank you for clarifying. I... I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't understand a lot of that. Uh, but but Chandra and Paul probably did. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a follow-up call from our beloved Otaku. Hey, Chatbox. I forgot to ask. Um, if you had a waifu, who would it be? <laughs> I guess uh, 
Well, back in the day, I really liked Double Hunter Yoko and used to write really shitty self-insertion fan fiction. So I'd go with Yoko from Double Hunter Yoko. Anyway, see you later. <laughs> Bye. Hmm. Who would your Who would your waifu be? Uh, my first inclination is to say Tsunade from Naruto. I feel like that's a good fit for you. Yeah. I, I really do. <laughs> like, that's a character in Naruto. When I first saw, I was like, I got to tell Tyler about this character. <laughs> um, tough question. Tough question. So many. There's just so many. Um, Faye Valentine is pretty good, too. Faye Valentine, I was going to say, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I gotta, I have to, I have to, I have to sit on it. I have to sit on it for a little bit. Um, Sailor Jupiter? I like Sailor Jupiter. Yeah, there's an embarrassing period of my high school life where I was, um, quite attracted to most of the Sailor Scouts. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm drawing a blank. Typical anime denier. That's okay. Plus, I'm distracted. Come out the birds? No, because we're here. We've reached. We've reached the end. We've oh, reached okay. our goal. We've reached birthday boy, exalted Lord Mike of Purdue's voicemail. Mm-hmm. I am not disregarding the waifu question. It's just I have to. I have to digest that, mm-hmm. and I have to. I have to spit <laughs> out an answer to it. Um, I feel like I'm put on the spot. Um, I can tell you what pasta I like to sleep with, uh, <laughs> and that would be tortellini. All right, here we go. Here's a call from birthday boy, exalted Lord Michael Purdue. Good evening, gentlemen, exalted Lord Mike of Purdue. And I have another would you rather. I know it's been some time since you've got the last would you rather, and this would you rather is brought to you by a cell phone provided by non-payment of child support. <laughs> Just kidding. Totally pay this shit on time. Don't call the cops on me. Too late. Already This did. week, this month, this year's very first, would you rather, would you rather sleep with 10 of the hottest women you know, but never be able to come, knowing that you pleasured the women instead, or would you rather sleep with one and only one of the ugliest chicks you know, but be able to come immediately. Um, I'm not a big fan of coming in general. Blue balls. Uh, it's been some time <laughs> since you know high school days, but I just I couldn't bang an ugly chick. I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. I don't. I bet you could. I mean, there would be some people could. that could grit and bear it and power through. And <laughs> but he said one of the I ugliest. I think though. I could do it. So I'm going to have to say, say go with the, the hot chicks and, and just know that they got theirs, and that's, that's good enough for me because that's what matters in this world. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, keep up the good work. Can't wait to hear the next episode of All Calls, which should happen sometime around Halloween. Uh, talk to you loud, guys, later. Peace. Our birthday boy is so self-sacrificing. <laughs> you know, if I made ten hot girls come, that's good enough for me. <laughs> Ladies, if you'd like uh, Exalted Lord Mike to produce phone number, I do have it. He's all about serving your needs. Uh, I won't give it out on the air, but if you'd like to message me privately uh, with his consent, I'll, I'll happily give you his phone number uh, so that you might make arrangements uh, for you to 
get what you got. That's an easy, this is an easy one for me. Um, it is definitely, it doesn't matter how many of the, the hottest girls, but it's, it's that, um, because I, um, I hate coming immediately. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm going to say none of those. The, yeah. No, on the other the, side of it, it's not good, good because yeah. it's like, first of all, you're with somebody who you do not find attractive. In fact, it's the opposite of everything you find attractive in this mm-hmm. woman. And you're going to just stick it in and nope, you're done. Yeah. That sounds miserable. Both sound, both sound bad. So, um, at least with the, at least I could be with somebody who I find extremely attractive. Uh, just because I, just because I don't get there doesn't mean I won't have fun. I think it's I mean, so can you it. never come again? I, no, I just assumed you couldn't with them. Oh, well, I mean, if that's the case, then I guess that then. If you can never fine. come again, then that changes us entirely. Yeah. Because I gotta, I gotta do that. Yeah. I gotta keep that, doing that. That does make a difference. So I don't know. I don't know. I need, I need more. If it's never come again, ugly chick. If it's just like just this next time. Attractive girls, so it doesn't even have to be plural for me. I mean, that's just like it's fine. How, how about well, I'll meet you in the middle? How about one girl I'm attracted to, and she can come, and I can come too. That sounds perfect. Oh, so like, so like achievable things in life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I like that. That sounds good. That sounds good to me. I'm all for that. Um, but that was good. Yeah, that was good. That was a good. Would you rather? I'm, yeah. It was. It was. I guess the first one of the year, right? It is. Which is weird because it is May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, then we hit Lord Mike's calls. That's it. That's, That's it. it. We're done. Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. So don't miss the next episode. Um, I don't know what we'll be talking about. We'll find. We have an idea of what we might do, but I don't want to say anything in case it doesn't happen. But my brother. My brother did find an outrageously good deal on a Sega Saturn. So we might do some things related to the Sega Saturn. I don't know. So we'll just have to see. Uh, in the meantime, if you would help us out, give us some five-star iTunes reviews. We need those. So if you'd go to iTunes, subscribe, give the show a five-star rating, write a review. Uh, there's some people who have done that I want to thank. So I would like to thank Adam Missy. For give us a five star review. You guys are fantastic. Couldn't make it through work without listening to you guys. P.S. Uh, just got a new cat. Decided to name him Garmfield. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And then now n- new. So Lord Mike, like this fucking Adam guy. So left by beloved Mike, five stars be- because I found a new phone. <laughs> <laughs> like all right, no complaints there. Beloved birthday boy Mike of Purdue. Triple mm-hmm. B. And then we got another we got a five star review dropped down to a three star review. Makes me sad, but I feel like we've addressed the issues in that so we don't have to delve too much into it. Uh let's see. So if there's if you want a if the game you want us to play, a guest host you want an episode, a Patreon request, whatever, include that in your five star rating. We promise we'll get to that eventually. eventually. Um, don't worry guys like Tyler said we're going to be back we're going to be talking about something it may have to do with the Sega Saturn it may not chances are probably will Uh, in the meantime you can always find us on tadpog.com that's where the show notes live Um, the show notes for this episode are probably not going to be great but I will do my best to remember to post the link to the naughty Naughty alley alley. (laughs) 
video. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone needs to experience this. This needs mm-hmm. to be like a common thread mm-hmm. that just ties all of Tadpog Nation together. Yeah. This is our touchstone. This is another, well, Bailey J's our touchstone, but. Yeah, fuck, you're right. <laughs> uh, this is our constant. Okay. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So uh, check us out there. You can also find us on Facebook. We are uh, facebook.com slash Tadpog. There's a lot of cool people there doing a lot of cool shit. Once again, guys, thank you very much for posting the photographs of Costco whiskey, uh, Crown Royal bags. Uh, All that is uh, amazing. And I'm very, very glad that you listen and you participate. Uh, You can find us on Twitter. We are at Tadpog underscore podcast. It is cumbersome, I realize. Uh, thank you so very much uh, to all of you who retweet us, especially our episode announcements, because as you know, that helps spread the word. And uh, we would like to uh, we would like to share Naughty Alley's video with uh, more people. Well, that needs to be that needs to be like a secret handshake for for more people <laughs> on the internet. I feel like uh, I mentioned earlier that we've got a Patreon. We just did an episode that is. So gross that most of our listeners cannot finish it. So if you're up to the challenge, uh, I, told, I told everybody a long time ago it's it's a gross story. Well, you didn't tell it on the show for a reason, yep. and that yep. is the reason. That was the right call to make because it is a gross, gross story. It's very gross. Mm-hmm. I had heard it before, and I was grossed out by it uh, when you retold it for the Patreon mm-hmm. episode. So if you uh, feel like you have the intestinal fortitude to withstand what is the Jasmine's story. What Sandwich Pope Phil deems is another trial by fire that should be on Reddit. It, 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 and honestly, like speaking from outside of this, even if I weren't your co-host on Tadpog, I would say that this qualifies as a trial of fire mm-hmm. of Reddit. It really, it could just easily fit in with, with all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you feel like listening to that, pop over to patreon.com slash Tadpog, throw in a dollar, uh, and you get access to all the bonus episodes that mm-hmm. we've done. We've actually got quite a backlog now um, of uh, what I feel like some really, really off-the-cuff, gross, funny <laughs> episodes. So Where we can just be untethered on Patreon. Yeah, it really is. It re- uh, It's more like how, yeah, we're not censored, really. Yeah. And we're not really not censored uh, on the Patreon episodes. <laughs> Believe it or not, we're, we're censoring <laughs> ourselves right now for these episodes. So um, is there anything else? I guess you can call us if you want to be on mm-hmm. one of these all-call shows. Uh, you can call or leave us a voicemail or send us a text message uh, to 270-883-2555. Uh, try to keep it under three minutes if possible. Otherwise, you'll get cut off. Let's see. And you plug the Patreon that up. Uh- Let's see if you want to send us anything. So if you have a package you want to gross food, good food, a game that you want to hit high priority, anything like that, please send it to Tadbox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. And we also have an Instagram, so Tadpog underscore podcast. Try to put stuff frequently up there. So please, I mean, I've got it uh, requested as long as I can make sure you're not a bot. Or one crazy person, then you're just in. You're in. It's a semi-elite club. So <laughs> go ahead and join us over there. Uh, our theme song is Moves by Sigma Drive. Link to that track. You can find the show notes at typog.com. How do you want to close this out? Um, my waifu would be uh, Misato from Neon Genesis Evangelion. Okay. Because I'm who you need to call Taryn whenever you have a Neon Genesis Evangelion emergency. Nice. <laughs> that is a Patreon deep cut. So... <laughs> Uh, how would I like to close it out? Mm-hmm. I would like to close it out like 
Like a waifu? Like a waifu. Yeah, I think okay. that's I think it's what we have to do. Okay. <clears throat> so until next time. Oh, yeah. I, dude, one time I got a uh, stupidly ordered a large potato Olay because I had no idea. It's a fucking bucket. It's like yep. a KFC bucket. Because <laughs> I remember when I got them, I was like, even at, <laughs> when I got the total, I was like, that's kind of expensive. And then they handed me the, the pail of potatoes. <laughs> Do you not want to we got a little plastic yellow shovel in there for you, so you can just, <laughs> just shovel right at your big fat fucking mouth, <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. Um, so, man, what is it about potato lays? Like, have you looked at calories for potato lays? Crazy, they're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. What are they fried in? <laughs> I don't know. Other potato lays? I don't. I don't understand how they could be that high. We take about a thousand degrees. We melt down other potato olays. <laughs> they're ridiculous, which <laughs> I guess makes sense because they're fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. There's something in there. <laughs> Are they just frying them in butter? I mean, it could just be lard. That's, yeah, that's the traditional probably. Mexican thing. Yeah, is lard. it's probably lard. Which and that's also expensive. So I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, they're pretty. They're pretty um, good at the south side. Uh, Taco John's. I went through on uh, not this Tuesday, but last Tuesday, and he shorted me a taco, and I was furious because <laughs> on Tuesdays I split them. I pick up four tacos and an order of refried beans, and I uh, give my mom two of the tacos, and we split the beans. So when they give us three tacos, it throws everything out of fucking whack. <sighs> so I was, I was like, I, and I had other things going on that day, so I was more angry than I should have been but like I picked up the I picked up the receipt and tried calling the number which is a mobile phone number by the way <laughs> <laughs> because when I, when Chad I, you're in charge of this now <laughs> because when I called it I got the doo 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 tone and it's like this mobile number is currently not in service so I was like now I'm getting even more angry because I'm like now I gotta like look up the number and call them and I looked up the number and I was like they picked up and I was like, hey, I just went through there, and you guys shorted me a taco. And like, as the words were coming out of my mouth, I realized how fucking ridiculous <laughs> like, my anger level was for what happened. Uh, and the guy was like, oh, okay, sorry to hear that. Um, what's your name? Like, That's a weird question I'm thinking, but it's Dave. All right, Dave, I've written your name down. You come back through here, you, I'm going to give you three free tacos. And I was like, Okay, and I'm thinking to myself, there's no fuck. Like this is just a guy who picked up the phone and was like, "Yeah, what's your- okay, cool, we got you." <laughs> you just to- hey, this is Dave here to pick up those three free tacos. Yeah, exactly. Excuse me. Yeah. He was like, you, you know, three taco Dave. <laughs> My name's on the, on the list. Yeah, I'm fu- check yeah. <laughs> check the VIP clipboard. I'm pretty sure I'm near the top. So I um I, I he asked, he's like, "Are you gonna come back right now, or are you gonna come through later?" And I was like, "Ah, later. I got to get back to work." So the following Tuesday, I went through, and I get to the uh, I get through the to the fucking menu, and I'm thinking to myself, all right, do I do this or do I not do this? There's potential. There's potentially three free tacos on the table, mm-hmm. 
But do I want to go through the embarrassment of like, what if the person, what if the person at the register has no idea what I'm talking about? Like, what if they call the taco police? <laughs> uh, there's someone trying to run a, gr- a three taco grift. We're <laughs> I saw this on the eleven o'clock news. Trace tacos. Oh. <laughs> so um, I decided to do it. I was like, hey. It's going to sound weird, but last week I went through and you guys shorted me some taco, or a taco. And I called, and I guess it was a manager or something, and he said that you guys are giving me three tacos for free. And the guy at the... So there's just silence on the uh, from the speaker. And then the guy's like, uh, uh, okay. And about that time, um, a, a guy is walking from the dumpster, from the Taco John's dumpster. He's wearing a Taco John's uniform. He crosses in front of the car. He gets to the back door of the Taco John's. He stops. He turns around over his shoulder, looks at me, says, I remember you. And then he shuts the door, goes in. And then the, <laughs> the guy the guy from the speaker's like, oh, okay, yeah, we got you. We got you, Dave, right? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's me. He's like, all right, now do you want those three free tacos in addition to the four that you just ordered, or do you just want those three free and pay for one? I was like, I would like to pay for one taco. <laughs> I would like yeah, seven tacos. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they were good. Kudos to Southside Taco John. Yeah. I'm surprised that guy remembered me. So everyone and everyone needs to call Southside Taco John's and say, This is Dave. You should yeah. have me another. Oh, those God. three free tacos only got two tacos out of those th- three free tacos. Please don't do that. They were so kind to me. You'll get six free tacos next time you come in. They were so kind. And we all say we're Dave. So I guess we're recording then? Yeah. That was be, recorded? That'd be a good stinger. 